Hey, Danny girl. What's going on? Same shit, different day. I'm ready for this shit to be over with, honey. They is working my nerves. You are you quarantined? Are you are you stuck in the house? Working no. from home? Oh. <laughs> Girl still out in the world. I'm ready to go home. Then. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um I think most people I've seen or a lot of people have been um sent home to work, excuse me. And um, you know, so I was wondering, I've seen a lot of employers do that. Um, I've been home and it hasn't been too bad, um, you know, being at home. So um, I won't complain, but just trying to get out to the stores and sneak out to the stores and get like just little odds and ends and trying to find stores that actually have what you need has been my challenge, child. Oh, you need some CP, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> Girl, I got like 60, 60 rolls. And, I, you know, I had some. Oh, so you got all the CP, huh? No. <laughs> I had even gotten my daughters like uh, 36 rolls each. And girl, no, we're, I'm good on the toilet paper. Um, we always keep plenty. And just, um, I ran out. And girl, I found a ton at like Big Lots. Um, on the first day, I think things were going nuts. And, um, I went back to Big Lots this morning because I'm looking for stuff to make hand sanitizer. So, um, oh, you gonna make it yourself? Yeah, but I oh, can't even find like <laughs> I can't even find aloe vera gel. So I went there today, and they they have more toilet paper too. So Big Lots seems to be staying stocked up. Oh gosh, girl, you was on it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm telling you, like we're resourceful and. I was telling my man and he's like, yeah, you can make your own hand sanitizer. Girl, he, I couldn't find like the little probiotic shots. He has his own um, kombucha that he's made and like he can make just about anything. So um, luckily he's resourceful and he teaches me, you know, how to do some things. So child, other than that, I don't have no complaints. At least I guess I'm able to work from home. Well, that's that's good because, honey, they got me up in that thing hemmed up. I'm mad as shit. Like, are I'm they talking about letting you guys work from home at some point? Yes. Okay. 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 Um, they got us signing all kind of stuff. I think I done sold Solomon to them. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I mean, and then you know you do work in government, so you know there's a lot of red tape and all that. So I get oh, it is real out here. You know, we haven't done a show on the coronavirus. <laughs> or we haven't. I mean, report. I don't like to be duplicitous, but and I've seen people talking about it over and over and over, and I'm like, oh. I mean, I was thinking about us doing like an open panel coronavirus just to kind of, because people that are home are probably bored out of their minds, but I don't know. We'll talk about it and chop it up and see what we can come up with. Sounds good to me, honey. Sounds good to me. But um, this title, though, this topic today, honey, why is you here? Why is you here? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's invasion of the black women's in this piece, and um, we gonna talk about why. We are going to get into why the black women are invading this space. Before we do that or go any further. I do want to say hello to everybody who's already joined us in the chat. Girl, we got 41 people people. up in here already. Hey, y'all. 
Hey, hey, hey. Um, I know you guys, if you are working from home, and even if you aren't, if you are still having to go out in this madness, you guys are probably like, what in the world? <laughs> and like, ready to pull your hair out. So hopefully we can break up some of the, the monotony of the day and just, you know, chop it up about this topic and, you know, make it real interesting for y'all. SW1, honey, what's up? I like that. Go crop top. Okay. <laughs> oh, too cute. I see you. Oh. Okay. Hey, Ayo Tall. Hey to everybody who spoke to me. Y'all know I don't usually um, be in the chat and doing both because I'm trying to do 10 million things at once. Um, but hey, hey, hey to everybody down there. Okay, we got the people up in here, honey. We got the people up in here. Concrete, why is these women up in here? Why? Good why? question. The question of the hour. So you want me to kick it off and tell you my belief as to why we have infiltrated this space? Yes, ma'am. I, 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 this is this is <laughs> shit that needs to be known, honey. <laughs> well, in my opinion. I believe that we've infiltrated the space um, in, in, in higher numbers and in increasingly higher numbers because of our fear. I think that this space signifies um, a, a movement that's larger than what we see in this space. I think that the men in this space are speaking to some of the concerns and rumblings that we've heard for years upon years um, that Black men have had. And I think that um, now seeing that Black men have a voice, that Black men are coming together, that Black men are uniting on these ideas, it's scary because we like, oh my gosh, what's about to happen? We about to lose our men, you know? And as opposed to straighten up and flying right, getting our mess together, doing what we need to be doing, ensuring that we are, you know, um, submitting and yielding to the men in our lives, ensuring that we're showing Black men respect, that we are being loyal to them, that we are having their backs, that we are riding with them, um, you know, that we are, you know, um, um, forming a united front with them and fighting with them instead of fighting against them. Um, we are, our fear is going into overdrive and and some of us are in even, you know, trying to disparage men in this space and or black men as a whole in hopes to dismantle what they've built. Um, we want to come in here, some of us, to cause confusion, to, you know, provide our dissenting views and dissenting opinions and hope to not have a um, productive conversation and talk around some of these topics. I think that we're scared. I mean, that's my honest opinion. I, I don't. I think that we're scared and we don't know how to react. And um, our fear is, you know, kind of um, what we see played out in this space a lot of times. Oh. Well, what about you? What, what's, what's your take on it? I think we came here to keep up straight up shit. I think we came here to get some damn dick and attention. Oh. I think we came to be uh, assholes to them because they ain't, we ain't used to hearing them oh. talk shit about us. Um, I think we came over here to check they asses because Ooh, damn it, this is dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different take. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Um, you ready? Is, go ahead. I'm sorry. Was you ready? Um, no, I wasn't. I, I had no clue. I didn't know where you were gonna go. <laughs> I just, uh, I didn't expect that. But 
Yeah, that's yeah, a very yeah. interesting point. And that's something that we need to explore too. And, you know, okay, clarify. What what makes you think that though? Why, how did you come to that conclusion? Um, Because it, I, I'm not saying me and you in particular, but I think that that is honestly what some women have came to the space for because mm -hmm. if I see men and I see men over here talking mess, and I'm like, what the hell wrong with them? Because that, initially that was my first thought. Like, what the hell wrong with them? <laughs> but um, it's like you do have women that actually come to the space specifically for that. And it is mm. what it is. Oh, <laughs> you hear him? Oh, you see your mocha? Oh, we, I'm playing good cop. Um, <laughs> this is, um, I'm going to tell you guys, this is not by design. We have not discussed what we would talk about. Um, literally we talked about our topic and we present our views and we hear it from each other the first time, just like you guys are all hearing it. This is not a, a me playing good cop. Um, that is just my true belief regarding, you know, why women are here. I think that we are like scared shitless. I think that we are seriously concerned about, um, you know, the state of, of black affairs, the state of black relationships and what's going to happen to them down the line. And we don't know what to do with that fear. Um, that's my true belief. I I am an optimist. I generally see the good in people. So maybe that's where the whole notion of me playing good cop is coming from. But this is who I am. And that is, you know, my, my belief. And that's just based on, you know, what I've seen in this space. But, um, you know, we don't we don't do the um, whole echo chamber thing. Danielle has her own perspective, just like I have my own perspective. And I respect it. That's I, I feel like what she said is some is. You know, she might absolutely be spot on. She has some absolutely great points. I can't deny any of that. I want to explore it further. And I think that it's really interesting. It's something that I had not initially thought about. Oh, girl, you know. <laughs> you took it there, I'd though. Thinking, I'd be thinking. You took it there, though. No, um, you'd be forcing me to go deep in my answers. I, <laughs> I respect it. And like I said, that is quite possible because also just exploring it from that angle, um, they, what this this could represent a threat to, it represents a threat to the Black matriarchy. It represents a um, threat to any power that Black women feel that they might have established. So what you're saying is very plausible. I, like I said, I want to explore it. That's interesting. I, I mean, um, it's a different take and I hadn't considered it. But yeah, it, it's possible that that, that 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 is the intent. And that's why they up in here. They trying to stir some mess up um, <laughs> and or they also want the attention of the men in this space. That is absolutely quite possible you know what i mean i mean if you think about it mm -hmm. these there are a lot of successful uh brothers running around here they ain't got a bunch of children mm -hmm. most of them aren't ugly i mean they don't look like ninja turtles or anything i think shit why not go for it do y'all you know what and that is i'm telling you um that's quite possible, though. Like, I'm not ruling that out because there are a lot of successful men in this space. In addition to their success, like, there is a large number of intelligent, articulate, um, just, you know, very well spoken and well grounded thinking men in this space and what woman you know what single woman and or some women in relationships wouldn't be 
um, cued into that and, you know, trying to trying to ascertain the attention of the men in this space as a result. And, you know, some women are maybe here to try to change men's minds. Maybe they're like, <laughs> OK, these men think this way and they think that all black women are, you know, um, you know, evil or whatever you ha whatever have you. So I'm going to show them that they aren't. That's the other thing that we need to consider. Maybe some women are coming in in disguise um, uh, and actually playing the pick me, quote unquote, pick me role um, in order to sway men. Maybe they are actually trying to infiltrate the space and make men think that they're, um, you know, good. Uh, they're a good black woman in order to convince them that, you know, not all black women are, are awful. It's something to consider. Very, very true. Very, very mm -hmm. true. Um, what other, okay, so we've kind of talked about the good and bads for the most part, but um, let's talk about our own specific motives here in this space. Mm. Um, definitely. I mean, oh, and we, we, we talked about this on, on you know, past shows. So we kind of touched on it. Um, me personally, I truly, truly, truly want to bridge the gap. I've talked about my desire to, or my concern about my legacy. Um, I want to have the real and raw conversations and um, be able to have them with both men and women in this space and um, being you know, brutally honest while being respectful and being able to um, have it at a base level. You know, we constantly get questions regarding why are we having these conversations? These conversations have been had over five years ago. We should just go back and do our research. I have no interest in doing that. Um, there are new women that are coming into this space all the time. Even if these, conversa if these conversations were had five years ago, which I'm sure they were, um, there are even new men in this space. We want, maybe we'll be hearing them from a different perspective. And I think that having the conversations in real time are more beneficial. Um, and, you know, that's part of the reason that I'm here. Like, I literally just want to have the conversations and I want to be able to do it on a platform where it's not the disrespect, where there's not one party ruling over the other and not enabling the other to get their points across and shutting people down and kicking people off panels and getting nasty and getting into these, you know, back and forth um, debates and arguments where it gets disrespectful. I, like, I have no interest in doing any of that. Like, let's talk about it from, you know, a, a, a live point of view. Let, let, I mean, from live perspectives. Um, and let's talk about it in real time. And maybe, you know, some clarity can be gained on both sides. Um, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I was thinking about that. And then um, it was something Re Renaissance woman said on her show, um, the neutral zone, the neutral zone that made me think. And she um, was speaking about obsidian and she was like, she humanized obsidian. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that um, because we don't really humanize each other. And so it's just a group of women and a group of men. And mm -hmm. we, most of us don't really know each other. A lot of us have kind of taken a lot of times out to get to know each other. And so mm -hmm. I thought it would be um, good for to kind of just kind of start a community. Mm -hmm. And good point. You, you know, you, you, you get to know each other. You get to have conversations. You really get to humanize people. Um, mm -hmm. 
she's not just a single mother with five kids by five men and shit and she ain't just no i'm just kidding but, <laughs> but that's a good point i i love that danielle yeah humanizing each other like we are able to do that in this space in these having these intimate conversations and that's why we talk about a lot of nuanced um, situations we've said from day one like people always want to spout statistics and talk about you know um, governmental you know information on on, on a macro level and, and not saying that that, that shit don't count because it counts yeah, it does but it we get counts. down to the micro level we talk about our real experiences and what we see in our everyday life as opposed to avoiding that and, and we speak to to those things and um, I do think that it's important to humanize one another. I think that if there's any hope of ever, um, you know, bridging the divide, we have to, that's something that has to be done. And then um, there was something BGS said about women coming back to the table to actually have conversations and conversations were, it was a lot of shit talked about me and in the eighties and nineties, honey, we had it mm -hmm. on lock. Yeah. Not us in particular, but generations before us really did have it on lock to where on how bad we trash black men in the media. Mm -hmm. And now that it is being done to us, it does not feel good at all. And then when they have the statistics to back it up as well, because I want to say we had the statistics back then at one point. At one point I and I don't believe that there were any real that's to support our, our assertions. I think that a lot of us were speaking from our personal experiences, yeah. but a lot of those experiences came from the choices that we made. There was a, there is a well-known fact that, that the theme of the 80s and 90s was that black men ain't ish. When has there right. ever been a time when that was the, when that was the prevailing theme throughout the black community amongst regarding black women? It hasn't. And mm. that's absolutely unfair. That's absolutely deplorable. We painted them as these monsters. We were working as agents of white supremacy. And as a result, we are now dealing with the aftermath. And, you know, I'm hoping that we can get back to a place of unity at some point, even if it's not in my lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, like I said, I'm an optimist. People tell, I hear people like, listen, even my fiance tells me that I'm crazy, that I'm not going to see it in my lifetime. My kids won't see it in their lifetime. And my grandkids, when I have them, no, probably won't see it, probably won't see it in their lifetimes. So, uh, you know, I get that. Um, a lot of people may think that my 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 um, ideologies or my my desires are are pretty far-fetched and, and um, that may be true, but that won't stop me from trying. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, let's go ahead and open up the panel. You ready? Let's open it up and see what they got to say about this topic. We want, we want to know what y'all think. Why do you guys think black women have invaded the space, have infiltrated the space? What do you think the real reason is? You, you know, um, what's your take on the topic? Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. They think it's just uh, this shit about the turn into curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we ain't start on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Um, I think that in my opinion, I don't, and I, I hear, I hear mixed stories regarding how men feel about women being in this space. I hear some men say that they think it's a good thing, that they think that 
uh, if there's any progress to ever be made, that women have to somehow be involved in the conversation, not take over the conversation, not, you know, come in and run things. We are guests in this space. And we, in my opinion, um, we should come in and behave as such. Um, but um, some men say they don't think that women should even be a part of the conversation, that women are just here and they're up to no good, so they don't even want them in this space. So, you know, that's something, too, that I want to explore in the conversation. Wait, um, Q, you, you know your camera's on? Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't be giving a shit. I ain't scared. I don't care. Oh. But what's up? Appreciate it. Let me Appreciate go out and come back. Hey, I already having issues. I'll be right back. Okay, hey everybody, what's, what's going on? I'm what's, what's up, MOT? Hey, Jack Spain. Hey, hey, what's going on? What's up, MOT? What's up? Uh, what's going on now? What's going on, on everybody? What's happening? What's going on? Hey, man? It's a good, good right. move because the weather is absolutely fantastic outside. I am so that put me in such a good mood when I got off work. Such a good mood. What y'all think about the topic? I'm sitting in you first. What you think? Hey, y'all, I think it's wonderful. I've never, I've always, I've always had a uh, contrarian view. I, I understand that many brothers feel the way that they do, and uh, they're entitled to their point of view. I've, from day one, I've always wanted to engage the ladies in the uh, in a uh, witty repartee. The problem with me was that uh, it's hard to find sisters that's willing to dance with the old man. So uh, that's always been my thing. Is uh, seems like they uh, they only uh, you know have something to say when I'm not around. <laughs> Is that because, you know, go ahead and run. Is that because you want to um, prove some of the points that you speak about in your, in, on your platform? Is that the reason why you'd like to engage the women? Well, they already know that they're wrong. It's just, it's just a matter of just making oh it. A <laughs> Lord have mercy. They already know. Already know. <laughs> this guy here. Oh, goodness. MLT, what do you think about it? Well, I have a question. So how come y'all couldn't, rather than invading the male space, looking for, you know, um, compromised guys, I guess for lack of a better term, to settle down with? That's what most of the women are here for. How come y'all couldn't form y'all own space to work on y'all own issues? So you think most of the women are here to find compromised men to settle down with? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay. And what I you mean, because they're not coming to the table with a better deal. They're coming to the table with the deal that's always been on the table. They're just looking for guys who haven't had their quote-unquote shot yet. And that's what most of these women are here for. Because they're because if y'all were here to change our actual actions, you wouldn't need to invade a, a quote-unquote male space. Y'all could have just had y'all own women's black girl rock space and like worked out y'all issues between each other over there. I don't know that we could speak to that because I don't believe that we are the women that are actually here to, you know, find men, to find compromised men in this space. So I personally cannot answer no, 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 that no, no. question. I mean, but that, but, but we're talking about women in general and women in specific. You may not specifically be here for that. And neither is um, Sister George, but most of the women who are here are actually here for that. Well, I mean, 
if if that is the reason that they're coming and they're black girl rock spaces, they're not going to find this male energy. So that would probably be why um, they're unable to do it in a space that they create. They have to come where the men are. I mean, but how come they can't work out their issues among themselves? Because they're the one with the issue. That I mean, would take accountability. Let me get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take accountability. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I mean, wait, 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 wait. But I'm sorry, let me uh, finish up the second half of my uh, question, critique, that is. It's just that women don't need men around to take accountability for their actions. They could just do that without men being around and present. They could just decide to be different without all this stuff. So I... That's oh, not going to happen. Because ooh, why would ooh, they want ooh, to? Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Okay. So, MLP, um, in the Black community, our our statistics show that we don't just up and take responsibility for anything. Um, we've already proven that women have um, been enabled by Black men and ourselves, because we ena- you can enable yourself. Um, we've enabled ourselves on a large scale. So when it comes down to listening to other women talk, do you really think women are being honest with women about what women are really doing? Or because I I didn't get a certain level of honesty about women until I came into certain spaces. And I'm talking about on Facebook and you and I were a part of a lot of the same groups and then here on YouTube. See, I personally think that why why would women want to change the status quo if they benefited from it for so long? Um, That's what I'm saying. So what? That's what I'm saying. So in a way, I think you can honestly admit that. For yeah, in a way, I think that what's happening here is necessary for there ever to be any change, like with from our side. Um, I, I think that if we are in positions of power and if we've always gotten what we've wanted, we've always been able to manipulate, you know, black men and, and, and run rough shot, like we we have no incentive, we had no incentive to change. Correct. But this is also an individual choice and an individual decision to do these things as well. I mean, this this isn't widespread across everybody. Not men, not all men and women are equally responsible, but some mm-hmm. men and women are equally responsible. Mm-hmm. So, and so it's like, I oh, go ahead. I think that for the women who do have a um, some vested interest for whatever reason, maybe you know they have sons, maybe they have you know just kind of been able to um, you know take a, a step uh, back and, and watch how our black men are being impacted. I think that those, you'll see those women make the individual choice to do things differently. Like we see, you know, amongst some of the women in this space, not a whole lot, but um, like, I think that when you, when you have a vested interest for whatever reason, um, you will see those changes being made. Okay. Individually. But you know, that's why I'm saying that most of these women are here to shop around the deal that they currently have. They're not changed people looking for mm. changed men. They're merely the same women looking for the same type of men who clearly haven't got their shot. Because let's be honest, a woman gonna have a hell of a lot more chances than men do. So it's better to come to a space where the men are to try to shop around your current deal than it is to change mm. on your own and go within your own environment and look for those changed men there. Yeah, oh, I, don't like I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I, I kind of spoke to that a little bit. I said that 
some of the women are here to convince the men that what they're hearing in the space is wrong, that, you know, women aren't yeah. all bad. And, you know, so I, I agree with you. All right. All right. I, I don't Thanks so much that, for having I, I don't think there's so many. I don't think that there are a lot of brothers who totally look at um, black women as being totally bad. All black women, putting all black women in a lump sum. Okay, let's start with that. Uh, I think that you do have people that are in these spaces, both men and women, to push certain narratives based upon, and let's just be honest, making money off of it, right? Because a lot of these people that are pushing these narratives, that that's not how they're living in their real lives. And I think that that's being played out a little bit by little bit. The more that you listen, as I have for the, over the, over two years now, uh, extensive research, I made my uh, way around the panels and just interacting in these conversations because I find it interesting to um, see how other men and women think outside of just my particular location. And what is happening is we have a lot of people here in this space that are looking for DNA, some of them women, we well, we already know, we don't have to call out any names or be specific. That's what happens. You've got some sisters that are here to argue a point because they hear things that make their um, female spidey senses go up, elevates their fucking PTSD or whatever it is, their, uh, their, their uh, mad, angry black woman fucking syndrome. And you got some brothers that come to these spaces to do the same thing because they get triggered and they hear things that are said by men and by women and they disagree with them and they want to voice their opinion, which is nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, what you're looking at and what you're seeing here is a new way that um, particularly particularly Americans, and especially black Americans, that's what we're talking about. This is the new dating format. Trust me. Interesting. This, 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 is, this is how it's happening. You go up and it's a little, you know, you're in the chat and then you say something, and somebody <laughs> says something back, it starts an argument, then it's a, hey, how are you? Well, give me your number, da 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 And then the next thing you know, you're talking to someone behind the scenes. That's how it plays out. So that's why I say it's a lot of the DNA shit going mm -hmm. on. But at the end of the day, we have a problem in our community. And the problem is if I were a black woman, which I'm not, I'm a black man, but this is why I'm able to look at what's going on in these spaces. Give me a moment, I'm gonna pass the mic after I say this, I promise you. This is why I'm able to intellectually understand what the Passport Brothers and what SYSBM, what they're saying. I can understand it, I can comprehend it. If I were a black woman and I'm listening to all of these men say, men of means, men that have the ability to take care of me or to foster a family, and they're saying, nope, I'm taking my ball and I'm going to another court. It would pay dividends for them to sit down untrench themselves from their battle position and start to listen and say wait a minute if i'm in the market for a relationship i might want to listen to some of the things that these brothers are saying instead of just saying go on get away leave because at the end of the day we know that our numbers do not add up <clears throat> when you go to any major metropolitan city the number of eligible single black men and black women are so lopsided it's ridiculous so you're going to continue to have the negative impact on our community, things like the pump and dump syndrome, things like people getting older and unwedded, uh, single babies being created, single baby mamas being created. Uh, we're going to have these things unless there is uh, unless we come to the table and sit down and try to be bipartisan in our um, in, in the way that we reach across the table to communicate with one another in order to fix this problem. If not, it's only going to get worse over the next decade.
and I'll pass the mic with that. All Jack right. Reed, what's going on, but brother? How you feeling? What's up, there, ladies? Once again, hey, another Jack. another great topic. Second point, folks. Just bear with me. I am three sheets to the wind, but <laughs> the reason, uh, the real reason, women have invaded uh, the men's spaces. I don't even consider it as invaded. Um, it's just curiosity. I mean, you get it with the with the space with the card parties. You get it with the biker clubs. You get it with a whole lot of stuff. The women just want to hear what the men have to say, which I have no problem again. Uh, no problem against. What I encourage the men to do is just be honest with your words. Say what you mean and stand by it. I mean, yeah, the things that you may say is going to be politically incorrect, but hey. Let the women hear not what they want to hear, but let the women hear what they need to hear. You're going to have a segment that's going to accept it for what it is. You're going to have a segment that's going to be denial. But at the end of the day, stand your ground and speak your piece. And I'll pass it off to the next gentleman or next lady. I think that the general, he did say something very interesting. Being that we are becoming, uh, that most of our socializing is done online, I just had not even considered the fact that, you know, this is being used as like, you know, a a way to date and mate. Um, Okay, Cupid. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's interesting. I I didn't think about that. I'd like to respond to something that the gentleman just said real quick before it gets passed on. You see what you're having. You're absolutely right, and I agree with with everything that you said. This is not a refutal to refute anything that you said. It's more in the line of a, of an agreement. Um, the problem is we p- people see men are going to take the sides. Battle lines have been drawn. So you're saying be honest, and when brothers are being honest, then there's a refute that comes from the female side, and the same and and the same things happens happen in reverse. So who's being honest with who is where we at? See, here's the deal, right? Over the last 15 to 20 years, we've gotten to this particular essence of how we operate within relationships. Men, and I'm going to say this real slow, so don't miss it. See, men are trying to get what women have in their panties without giving up what they have in their pockets. Stop, freeze, pause, nobody say anything. Women are trying to get what men have in their pockets without having to give up What's in their panties? Stop, freeze, pause. Nobody say anything. Once we get beyond that, that that sentiment of, well, I ain't gonna let nobody get over on me. I ain't fuck that shit. I ain't gonna take care of no bitch, man. Fuck that nigga. That nigga don't want it. Once we get beyond that and get away from the materialistic side of the house and actually have honest, fruitful conversations, then a lot of these issues that we're having, as opposed to how black men and black women interact, mate and date then we could really get to making some close the gap here but see what's happening is we're entering into these all right i don't know what happened to the virus got the virus got him there he is hello go ahead general so so i don't know what y'all missed but anyway um when, when we get beyond that part of 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 the issues that we're having we can then be close to we can then begin to close the gap. Um, the next thing is this: if you hear black female fuckery and you call it out, don't dismiss it by saying, "Oh, you niggas are crying. Y'all just lame. Y'all just fucked up." No, that's brothers being honest and saying, "You know, 
we're really kind of sick and tired of dealing with all of the excess crap that some of the sisters are doing. And then on the flip side of that, we have to be open as well and say, okay, it may not be me, but I can understand where these sisters are coming from at the same time. There are a lot of people that come to these spaces that are unable to have the true intellectual conversation, thus will bring about an understanding of how to close the gap. And until we get beyond those few simple things, we're going to forever have this so-called gender war going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, well, can I answer that? Yeah, go ahead, Monty. All right, well, here's the problem, the general, and what you just said. There have uh -huh. been men with books and products on the market who come and take up this space just to gaslight men and to try to help the women get over on men by mm -hmm. not changing anything. And mm -hmm. that has been the narrative that these women have been hiding behind forever. It's, it's, it's just like whenever you go somewhere, like, think about it. All of us on this panel and in the chat, we're ahead of the curve by like five to seven years about what's going to happen in black America. Let's keep that in mind. So there's a lot of people today who use these same talking points and everything else to, in order to make sure things stay the same. There's still women right now calling dudes lame and dominated and all that kind of stuff today to make up for their shortcomings and not choosing the proper guy when they have 100% choice. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and, you know, can, can, I, can wait, I interject wait, wait. for just a moment, brother? I spoke to that. I spoke to that within an earlier statement when I said you have content creators that simply yeah. are using these talking points to make a buck. Um, here it is. Why would any woman want to fall into and I'll give you a very prime example. They made a movie about it and their t-shirts out and you can still go and get. Why would any woman want to act like a woman but think like a man? You're putting yourself in the direct line of comp competing with a man. Who, Correct. what man wants to deal with a woman who wants to, she acts like a woman but she thinks like I do. I don't want no woman to think like a man because you, you, that ideology doesn't match up. I want you to act like a woman and think like a woman. It's real Correct. simple. You got people, as you said, the gaslight. They come to these spaces, oh, you're dominated. You this, you that, you that. You ain't no good. You're not good. Maybe, and I'm not just using her, for example. You got brothers that do the same shit. Maggles and daggles and scraggles. But then when you look at some of these people's lives, right? I'm not pointing towards anyone again. I don't want to bring any heat to anyone or to this panel, but when you look at their lives and you listen to what they're saying, you see that they're not living in accordance to what they're putting out. You see, that's the that's the disparity here. Okay. Okay. Well, I got a question. They're not to living that. to what they're putting out. It, it it doesn't matter because if you're pointing out a problem that's actually true, you don't have to be living it in your personal life before the things you talk about outside of your life in order for it to be true. These are just simple problems that are happening around in society. It doesn't matter what you're dating or who or what's going on in the background. If what they're talking about is true, is what's happening in a certain type of market, you have to go with the truth of what's being discussed, not actually what's going on in somebody's personal life. I don't think that invalidates okay. anything at all about what's actually happening in the community. I don't think so. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. If I'm telling you that 
I run my house and my and everything in it, and I'm in control of it, and then come to find out that I'm not. I have a problem with people who do that. If I'm telling you don't fuck with white women, but I'm laying up with one every night, got one walking around in my house as I'm telling you not to fuck with them, what is that saying about my character? Well, in those specific cases, in those specific cases, I agree. In those specific cases, I agree. So that's what's happening in these spaces. You got a lot of content creators that are doing this shit that are telling you don't do this. Oh, you're fucked up if you do that. Oh, it's gay if you do. But at, by the same token, they're actually doing what they're telling you not to do. That's what yeah, I meant when I said that. As long as it's limited to just those two examples, I agree. But those two examples can really hide a whole lot of stuff underneath it. That's why I'm glad you gave out those examples. And those only two examples, I'm not sure they who they apply to. I agree in those two specific cases. But everything no, else outside of those? To, I'm not applying them to anyone. I'm simply making okay. a statement here. I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be profound in the way that I'm making a statement either by okay. spinning it in anyone's direction because that's another thing that's happening. You're supposed to be, you hear content creators, for example, talk about building the black community. You hear content creators talking about how we can make a better black race, you know, but at the same time, they're involved in all types of fuckeries and shenanigans. Like, yeah, on, well, man. I mean, you know, that's the pro-black sector. I mean, you know, the pro-black sector, we're never going to create a actual black community that reflect the progress and change. Because if they did, it would put them out of work. They wouldn't be able to sell their CDs, books, or seminars if there was an actual functioning black community. So, so you're thinking they're pimping, they're pimping the community? Not, not the pro-black. Hell yeah, they're doing that. Not, not the pro-black. Let's... let's do not go ahead, Raj. Y'all, black hey, feminists, right. pro blacks, actually. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, There's I, a deal. No. What, what, what I'm saying is, if you say, if you say that about. Let me. No, no, what, let what me I'm clarify saying my is, statement. There's, there's I'm the one who's wrong. Let me clarify my statement. Okay. The pro blacks who hide behind the dysfunction of the community in order to make a buck off of the dysfunction that happens in the community. I'm a pro-black. I don't call myself pro-black because I can make pro-black actions without calling myself pro-black. But I'm pro-black results. I'm not pro-black intentions. Hmm. I'm pro-black results. I don't make intentions. I do results. I do processes and I do results. And that's the difference between pro-black intentionalists which is these people who hide behind dysfunction and claim they're helping their community and somebody like me who is actually pro-black process and outcomes. That's the difference. So I'm sorry if, if, if but, but I had to I give know, that clarification. I, I, I feel what you're saying, but no, no, and, and I appreciate that, but all I'm saying is words do matter. And Correct. we have, we do have a section of people who call themselves pro-blacks and they are not pro-blacks, they are black feminists. And my, what I want for us to do, especially the men, we need to call stuff what it is, not what people claim to be. Call it what it is, not what they claim. If you're a black feminist, call it black feminism, regardless of whatever moniker they're trying to use. Because saying someone is pro-black disrespects all the actual pro-black people, that's a disrespect to Malcolm X legacy. 
That's a disrespect to Martin Luther King's legacy. That's a disrespect to Frederick Douglass' legacy. Anyone who actually was a pro-black, to call somebody who's a black feminist a pro-black, when black feminism is nothing but another another branch of white supremacy, is an absolute disrespect that we should not tolerate. That's well, all I'm saying. Well, I mean, you know, you you, you got to be more upfront and start purging the people and maligning them for even using the word then. If you're going to be dead upset about the distinction. I, I like to jump in right quick and uh, just respond to something concrete rose said earlier and i think uh sister george kind of backed her up on it i i just don't have um i i just don't have a problem with black women you know coming and checking out the black manosphere. my position is the black manosphere is or should be strong enough to withstand any type of challenges or threats to it if it can't that means we have some fundamental flaws we need to work out ourselves so i have so a point and my point is that uh, it's it, what she said, I actually uh, was intrigued by what Concrete Rose said, was that there's a lot of brothers here in the black manosphere that's got their act together. This has always been my position. That's got their act together, well-spoken, can get things done, can put together a sentence, can make an argument. And what black women wouldn't want to be attracted to that? Why is that a bad thing? Now, we can have debates about you know, ancillary topics and stuff like that, but simply the fact that there are sisters drawn to what brothers in the black manosphere have to offer in that respect. Remember, I'm the dating coach for the non-select guy. How is that a bad thing? How's that bad? In and of itself. Now, again, there's some other things we can get into, but that in and of itself, how is that inherently bad? So do you guys think that concrete and I can really transform um, red pill men into blue pill men? No. What? <laughs> Come on. I just yeah. wanted to know. I just wanted to yeah, know. Yeah, that has been thrown out there. So, yeah, so it's a fair question. Uh, there, there has so, been plenty so of proof that women can't change a man. We got enough proof of that already. So that's, that's kind of, I don't know who came up with that, but that's kind of silly. Women. I do. Women, I don't want to go women, I don't want to go yeah. into just just to answer a question. Do I believe that black women can change a red pill guy to a blue? Pill? I don't believe that. So, but, but again, I, I think that what Concrete Rose said no, is it deserves to be followed up. If, if there's a bunch of brothers that can get together and can make their case, whether black see my my position is this: a woman is really attracted to you when you piss her off. This is especially true in Black America. They can be mad in the morning. You right, and they know you right. They really like you then. They'd be squirming in their seat and all that tingling and stuff. Oh, God. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that it, I can't say that's not true. Notice, notice how Danielle is very silent. No, notice that. Yeah. But I think. I'm not going to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. But I think with me, I look at things from a, from a long term perspective. Um, one of the great things I like about this format of uh, YouTube as opposed to. Um, blogs and stuff like that before men and black men and women they can actually get on panels like this and duke it out word for word um unfortunately the way it was set up before going from the 70s all the way up to maybe the mid uh, 2000s pretty much uh the media and black women worked hand in hand where if you did get no offense obsidian where you did get an obsidian on a a uh radio radio show am fm the host and the uh the female guest would jump on an individual like obsidian and pretty much shut him down 
with uh, this type of social media where um, you're not you're not exactly censored, we all have a chance of arguing our stance, speaking our piece, which is like I said, which is something that we didn't have before. Are we going to fix the problem now in this generation? When I'm talking about this generation, Generation X, I don't believe so. But at least we men, black men have the opportunity to speak our piece, say what we want to say, even though there are those that have said like uh, the general, we're going to have some, we're going to have some hustlers and hucksters out here. That's just the way it is. But as of right now, we have an opportunity that we did not have 10, 15, 20 years ago. I'll pass it on to the next gentleman or lady. What's going on? Dark skater. Dark skater. Are you there? Hello. Hello. He done skated on thin ice. He done fell through. <laughs> well, well, let me say this real quick before he jumps on. I, I'm going to say the reason that the women are coming is, this, as, is the same thing. Is the, mainly is the same reason they always come to things black men do. They come to destroy you. If you build it, they I say, I say bring it on. I, I'm, I'm built for the stress test. See if you can try to destroy this. Go no, ahead and do it. Go ahead and try no. No, I, I'm not taking back shot to destroy. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying they're going to destroy. It. I'm just saying they're coming to find a way to destroy. It. I I say all the time, if if, if if black women found out a, a black man built a stand castle, they would come kick it over, because because wow. that's what they shot. Give it a shot. Come but on. See, I, what what's our motivation? Wait a minute. Now, I, wait a minute. Um, I, I would have to. I would, let me ask this question ahead. to the panel. Did women enter for love, fear, or hate? It does, what difference hate does it make? Fear. For black, for a lot of black women, it's all the same that on the other side anyway, so it don't matter. Roger, do you think that's the motivation for women coming and wanting to yeah. destroy it because of their fear hate. and hate? Absolutely, absolutely. If they find out a black man does anything, you're going to have a large group of them. The majority are going to come to try to figure out a way to destroy it. That's what they do on a regular basis. I could personally care less. Exactly. All I give a a shit about is that they're here. As long as they're here. And then I fix it the way they can't leave. Hey, um, Danielle, before I leave, because I got my show getting ready to start up in a little bit, could you elaborate a bit, Danielle, if you're there, about the, because I heard the piece that you said about Ren, and I heard it too when she said it, that, um, that a lot of sisters are angry with her because she humanized me. So could you could you uh, elaborate a little bit on that? Um okay now part I, I do remember her saying that a, a lot of people said that she actually humanized you because a lot of women really hate to see you coming, right? And oh I done made a lot of girls in my life in my time cry. I agree with Danielle because I wouldn't have listened to you had it not been for me being able to hear some of the dialogue that you had on some of Ren's panels. Um, that's really? a good point, Danielle. Yeah, because oh. really and truly, um, he was kind of like mythical in the sense that you heard of all this bad stuff about him before you even kind of met kind of like Tom- Tommy Sotomayor. Um, so I'm like, oh, this guy seems like a jerk. You know, I wouldn't have listened to him. Oh, I don't deny that. I'm a professional asshole. I, I agree. I'm a professional. I'm very good at it. I second it. Um, but <laughs> no, 
I actually thought Obsidian was human. Um, I think I had heard him a, a couple times on Nicole Michelle's um, at one point, and I, I I didn't think any like I don't think he's that horrible. So of that a exposure to him through some of the female panels, uh, I mean, some of the panels hosted by women, um, is is still kind of so it's one and the same. It's it's what kind of helped you to humanize him as a person and be open to yeah. listening to him. Now, yeah. see, I see what ends up happening is black women be like, damn it, I want to dislike that motherfucker. But now he be saying stuff that I don't really want to admit is true. But damn. you always have yeah. some good points. Your delivery is just, you know, now, it's, it's I'm the thing. You really do have good points. Now, some of that shit I've I had the side I I you on, especially like the dinner. Uh was it dinner horse? Yes. Want, you want to go to the map for dinner horse now? Really? No, but I'm just saying. Some of that shit I was side that was one of the things I was side I I knew on, but a lot of the other things that you had talked about previously, um some of those things were good. It sounded like my door opened, but it didn't. Why, why why would you want to do that when uh the dinner horror situation is a real scenario that a that lot of absolutely men... because I don't I don't agree um well, with the what, dinner what, situation, what, but that's not what this show is about. Uh, okay, I just wanted to comment there, and then we can we can move the show forward. But that's a real scenario. Again, these are problems that when to keep it in line with the show, these are problems that when these are things that when women hear men like Obsidian and other men like myself and other men that are in the manosphere, which I am not a member of the manosphere. Let me be clear with that, okay? But at the end of the day, I can relate because I. I have experienced some of the things that they talk about. So keeping it in tradition with what the title of the show is, that's one of the things that women hear, and it causes their female spidey senses to jump over there. Like, oh my God, no, I gotta, I gotta go over there and refute that. I got to go over there. So some women are coming because they disagree with some of the things that are being said that they hear in in some of the male spaces. Others are coming because they're interested in trying to find out how men actually think and how they really feel about what's going on in the dating world of 20 in the dating society of 2020. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and I must want to say this too, because what you say about Obsidian being in, on female shows, see, some women don't want to accept him as a human until another another woman says that he is a human. Until they acknowledge his humanity, they refuse to acknowledge his humanity as well. Oh, let yeah, me uh, validate. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I was. What's up, Mr. George? Email me on the quiet. A lot of black women do stuff on the DL, right? So I've actually had black women contact me on the DL because, you know, I got my business line. Everybody knows they can reach me. 315 And my email, the com. And they contact me and they tell me, you know what, Obsidian, please don't tell anybody that I told you this. But a lot of the things you say is right. I just don't want to, I don't want to publicly say that. Wow. And the sisters will come after me. So please don't mention my name. I, I got so many emails over the years from sister saying words to that effect all the way up to last week sister begged me not to put her name out there because we gave up the tapes on the yoni egg oh oh and the yoni steamer right. cleaner. oh god <laughs> what what well, well, i gotta shake my head that's gonna happen because because black women are basically bullies to black women that ain't part of sisterhood because they're not they're not good people 
Oh Lord! But you know what? At least right to the end of the show, Roger. Oh no, he can't help himself. Black women (laughs) that are not a part of the sisterhood in this space—you know—you get it from both ends. And you know, if you're not brave enough to deal with it, or you know, you don't want what comes up with it, I can understand why some of these women are coming in secrecy and saying, you know, don't say anything. But I agree with you. I think I think all truths need to be acknowledged. Point blank, bottom line. Like there's gonna be right, one. I, I gotta get, get up out of here. We're getting ready to start my show over on the Zoom cast. Or if you, you want to invite you, you, you and uh Concrete got invites, and so do you, uh General. Y'all got invites. So just check your email. Make sure you check all your folders if you want to check out tonight's show, which is. Let me tell you the title of tonight's show. Tonight's show. The title is. Uh, are black women an asset or a liability in a time of crisis? Special guest, Dr. Phoenix and Black Ram 313. It's about to go down right now. If you want to check it out, go over to my community uh, page over on YouTube. All the details are over there. So uh, I'll see you in a minute. Peace. Peace. All right, peace out, I just got here. <laughs> What's going on, Sister Joy? I just want to show up on one of the habitual line stepper shows, you know. What's going on with you? I've been listening to the uh, to the commentary and I saw the um, the title there. The real reason why a black woman is it invading. What is that? Invading um, the black man of sphere space. Ah, uh, eh. I mean, hey, if you, you you don't have to let them invade anything, you can invite them in for a civil discussion and find out exactly what's going on. Have a, a nice dialogue and learn something on both sides, or you can keep it closed. Yeah. Hey, I haven't mm-hmm. ever heard him. That's a, that's a very interesting... This is another one of my long um, habitual line stepper brothers. Oh, okay. He sounds quite different than Roger. <laughs> like you guys said. He's not abrasive. Hey, well, everybody can, abrasive, can speak for like, themselves you know. and be themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to be like me. You and Donnie, y'all come in kicking down the door. <laughs> Wait, the fo- fo- we just come in trying to be helpful. We try we just try to like be helpful. If there's if, if there's a space and there's a there's a platform where people have a chance to learn from each other and not just be there to re- rebut every single thing that's said, but actually see what other the other person has to say. Like my dad always says, listen with the intent to understand. Don't just listen with the intent to respond. I think that some type of learning on both sides can happen. Now, if you intentionally go in trying to fight and you're looking for a fight, that's exactly what you're going to find. But we can't move well, forward well, anyway. We're always stuck still arguing with each other. Agree. I think that's correct. The, I, but I think when it comes to the black manosphere, the problem is they're not coming to learn from a general level. They are coming to just start a fight. Yeah, and that's that's why I said earlier, you don't have to let them invade if that's what they're coming for. If they're not coming for a general reason to actually learn from you or learn what your your gripes and your your uh, complaints are and try to have a civil discussion where they learn something. Now, if it's straight up bullshit, all right, refute it. But if it's something that's that's truly genuine and you have a right to feel that way as a black man, then all right, be open to hear it and then you can rebut it. But first, after you understand it, if that makes any sense. Because a lot of times they'll knock down we, a lot of times they'll knock down what we have to say or how we feel because we ain't supposed to feel that way, but that's according to what they feel like we should feel like. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, you get it. Well, I, I agree with you because that's why I let them on my show if they want to come. 
they they got an open door on my show. There's always like a, black man being brutally honest. Your show, like you're opening up to civil discussion. Of course, sometimes it gets heated, but uh, at the end of the day, everybody leaves. You know, with the uh, with the sense of okay, I get it. I understand what they were trying to say. But uh, Roger, you become a you come <laughs> you come off the top of the dome with some weird shit though. I can't lie. The last show, bro. The on, truth is uh, set <laughs> <laughs> he wants to suplex us and just—I mean, jump yeah, off the ropes. That man said, "Well, win the fight." <laughs> you know, I—I I, I gotta look at this. I, I just love- Go ahead, Roger. You got it. No, I'm just gonna say I, I love black women enough to tell them the truth. That's all it is. You know what That's I'm saying? And and they—they and they ain't heard the truth on a regular basis for at least fifty years. I—I I love them enough to tell them the truth. Now I can't fix them. They got to fix themselves. But I ain't going. I'm not going to lie to help them feel better without fixing the actual problem. I think there are a lot of different truths that a lot of us refuse to actually just acknowledge. Like sometimes, I think that everything that's usually mentioned, whether it's good or bad, there's a grain of truth to all of it. So we have to acknowledge that all of these different existences of truths do exist, and they also coexist. Now, some people are mm. getting offended by things that you're presenting that don't necessarily apply to them. And that's where a lot of the arguments come from. That's true. I agree with that. Um, so, right. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I um, question. when um, people, when, oh, do go ahead, you concrete. guys think that the, um, you know, women clearly have arrived in the, um, in this male space and I don't think we're going anywhere, but do you guys think that in the long run, run long term, 10 years from now, that the, there will be a positive outcome from women being here in this space? Do you foresee that? I, de- I definitely do. Like, that's got to be the whole point. I know that's subjective. So. That, that has to be the whole point because you have all these men. We're all saying, you know, I live in the Northwest. We got guys down in Miami, up in New York, in the Midwest, down in Texas, you know, down in Los Angeles. We're all seeing and saying the same thing as men. We pretty much have one megaphone. There might be a few delineations here, a few uh, small differences here or there. But for the most part, man, we're all on the same page and we're problem solving. That's what the Roger report. That's what he was saying. He goes, I'm, I'm telling I love them. I love women enough to tell them the truth so we could get somewhere so we can so we can make these repairs. So when women come into these spaces, they don't want to hear this truth for the most part. It's too ugly. It, it, it hurts too much. It hurts my feelings. Oh, I'm triggered. And I get that. Like, nobody wants to get beat upside the head, um, especially when it's unexpected. But it, but that's the reality of the situation. And so, you know, I've had conversations with Gab about this, and he knows what I'm about. See, if you look like I, I've had my channel for like two and a half years, and <clears throat> guys won't let me talk about hardly anything but women. If I try to move on and talk about probably more, you know, I wouldn't say more meaningful, but different things, they don't really want to hear about that. And you get new guys coming into the manosphere and they keep talking about women. And the reason why is because our access to wealth and resources, our ability to, you know, grow businesses, to do, you know, to do great things as a, as a demographic, it gets, it gets hobbled. It gets hobbled right at the knees, man. Like that, what was that movie when the woman smacked that dude in the legs when he was tied down in her bed? What was that movie back in the day? We get hobbled just like that. Yeah, it was like misery, right? If we don't get the black family structure, if we don't get the family structure figured out, we're going to be hobbled. So if we keep having these conversations, you know, it's like out of the ether. Here comes Sister George and Concrete Rose coming at pretty much after um, 
the Crimson Cure. You guys were like the, the second, you guys are like the second generation of women that are, are telling the truth about the family structure and kind of what needs to happen. I, I applaud you for that. That's a beautiful thing. We need more of that. And I think over time, as your channel grows and more women begin to get that courage, like you guys were talking, uh, Concrete Rose was mentioning fear earlier. She's like, it's like kind of scary because you guys are punching me in the mouth, right? And I'm like, yeah, I did that. I did that, but I need to do that. Because we got to run this ship straight and we can't have anybody coming on and, and rocking the boat, if you know what I'm saying. And so I think out of this, though, if you girls keep going on, keep motivating other women to speak like you speak, and we all keep growing as a unit, only good things are going to come out of this. Well, those are facts. And I, I happen to agree with everything that you said. And I do feel that at some point in time, uh, when we get done with all of the bullshit and all the hypergamous and all the BFF and all the uh, black male fuckery, when we get done with all of that, all of that crap and we stop um, trying to trying to hide behind um, the old the old staple of well, that's just how things are. When we get done with that and have the brass roots conversation and we can cut through the meat and get to the bone and get away from all this being triggered every time you hear somebody say something because I've said this before. Concrete Rose and the sister Danielle Joyce have heard me say this uh, two years ago, right? And I said exactly what you said. The, the, the whole staple of <clears throat> we got to get to the point of where we can be honest without being triggered. That's the only way that we're going to get to the to the honest conversation and we're going to fix this problem. If we're going to women are to, emotional, we'll always be triggered. Right. Right. I, I get I get that. I get that. But see, when, when you do that, what you try to do is you try to create a way for them to continue to behind to hide behind the fuck. Because here's what it is. Most I'm not men justifying it. I'm just I'm not, I'm what not I saying that you, I, I get you. I'm not saying that you're justifying it. I'm just telling you, you don't think that men know that women are emotional. That's why some men come on, come on, on these spaces on, on their channels and do the shit they do because they know that it's going to invoke the emotions in women and invoke emotion in some men because you got some men that are extremely emotional. Mm. But see, here's the thing. I said this before. 35 to 40 years ago, what was happening? Women were basically saying these exact same things that they don't want to be heard now. 35 to 40 years ago, women were saying, well, he doesn't talk to me. He doesn't show his emotions. He, he acts like he doesn't care. They were asking that shit 35 to 40 years ago. And here it is 35 to 40 years forward. Now that black man is saying, you know what? She's right. So here it is. I'm, I'm not going to be quiet anymore. I'm just going to goddamn say what I need to say. Because we came from the silent generation. Now we're in a new generation where brothers are just like, fuck it. I'm just going to tell you like, if we fucking or no. If we're not fucking, I ain't got time for you. If you're on that bullshit, I ain't got time for you. That's what's happening now. Men are showing their emotions and women can't handle it because it's deeper than what they thought it was initially. Men when did that, are when now, did that not exist, though? Men, well, well, because of the space and modern technology and men only had small, smaller spaces like the locker room or the or the uh men wasn't speaking out in general like we are now in the open spaces brother i feel like if they wouldn't it just wasn't happening. out they was uh they they didn't these conversations these come well it wasn't that they didn't have is that we chose to see experience would teach you a lot men basically had these conversations but they would have them as predominantly male spaces like 
in the locker room, for example. Oh, that's locker room. Mm. That's my question. Or they would have it in the, in the at the barbershop. Oh, why did men feel like they couldn't? Do, do why did men barbershop. feel like they couldn't express that? Because yeah. that that came from the generation before, which was a silent generation. It was looked at. Men were looked at as being weak if you voiced your opinion back then. Serious? When what you crying for? She, yeah, I, but I'm old enough to notice you may not be. No, no, no. Men, we're, we're, we're about the same age. Like, no, I'm okay. I think, I think my spaces, context is coming off different. I mean, um, I'm wondering when it was acceptable for a man to not tell tell a woman how it was. No, it was done. It was done in a different way. You see, it was a more misogynist thing. But because of everything that has transpired with the, with all of these movements and equal rights and women's lib and all of this shit really started to kick in in the 80s. You know this. All of these things really started to kick in in the, in the mid to late 80s. So men had to peel back and they couldn't just be men. You couldn't just walk into the, to your workspace and say whatever the hell you were used to saying because now you have all these rules and laws and things that are set in place. So men basically kind of went back to being silent. Now as we fast forward 30 years later, men are saying the hell with it. Now is this Do just because, like, because when it comes to black men, we we really didn't have that uh the luxury to go in anywhere and say anything like we wanted to, especially not in the seventies and eighties. Like, we had to understand. We, well, we did, as as I said, we did. We kept it. We kept it confined to the locker room, to the barbershop, to rap the music, hall, hip hop. We kept, yeah, we <laughs> rap, rap music, music hip hop. We had want to, count that. to say shit without you had. Well, you can't really. But this is what I'm telling you. Men kept it confined to certain space. Now men are just outright with it. Wherever they are, they're just saying what how the fuck they feel. Black men in particular. Most of this talk was not heard outside of the locker rooms or the pool hall or the you know male spaces, predominantly males or the barbershop. Now are these, um, are these talk um, about this shit out in the open? When the uh when these the black men of today, when they say something, are they looking for understanding or they just want to vent? And just let it out without any kind of uh rebuttal or any kind of discussion like um because a lot of these different spaces that i'm seeing it's for the intent to start an argument or to they don't really right. seem I, like I they really want anything constructive i agree up. i don't think they want a Hold on. Right. I, I disagree with that no, 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 let, 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 me finish. let me finish now some do some do have a platform to where they equally let people come in they'll moderate it and let true conversation come out and something to be learned or moved forward from but then I would say a good majority, or at least the ones that are the most vocal, they're coming out and they're starting arguments on purpose just for the fuck of it. Um, yeah, and I think that, that is counterproductive of, of what we as a whole are trying to accomplish. I don't see that at all. I, yeah. I see guys, they, they might be very strong with their too. opinion. I think that um, the most vocal, in addition, a lot of their audience members um, or the, their subscribers um, hold the same views and um, you know, when you're in different chat rooms, they kind of want to shut you down if you're um, if you're proposing a dissenting view. So um, I, I agree with that. I think that now I think I think that the ones who are actually promoting like some type of a, a healthy dialogue, even if it's uncomfortable an uncomfortable conversation that we do need to have. I agree with that. Um, I think that they're drowned out or maybe by the majority of the ones that are not seeking anything constructive, they're usually drowned out. And then for, unfortunately, people tend to respond to negativity that's put out there first with the intent to trigger on purpose rather than, okay, look, he's actually seeking some kind of real conversation. Let's go over here and talk to him. A lot of times what gets the most views, the most controversy is what Drama. people tend yeah. to gravitate towards. And that's we got to get away from that if we really want to get towards something else, because a lot of times when you, 
present the argument or present a subject which starts an argument first, you never really get past that. And that's what I'm saying. Like my dad always said, if you're arguing first, you don't move from that point because both of you are trying to get your point across. You don't move forward in any kind of constructive capacity to where you learn from each other and what that other person is trying to tell you. It does, just doesn't happen. And like someone else was saying, people gravitate to, to uh, drama first. Once you get there, so, you don't care about anything else. So I, I got a question for the panel real quick. So it's something that I, I think it was you, brother, who just said this a minute ago, or one of the other brothers who said that men from all across the United States are now surfacing on these panels. And you're hearing you're hearing the same message kind of blasted throughout and echoed throughout um, this black YouTube space. Do women actually feel that there's any validity in that or do they want to stay behind a cloak of 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 of, of fuckery and just blow it off? Because if you got men that are coming from the from the northeast, from the east, from the from the north, from the south, from the south, uh, if you got men that are coming from all different areas and they're all saying this, 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 and this, we really want this, 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 and this, are women really hearing it and really wanting to kind of work together and change, or are they just blowing it off? I don't know that women are coming to seek understanding. Um, I don't think that. The majority of women in this space are. I truly, truly don't think that um, they're coming to seek understanding. I, I believe that, like I said in my opening um, statement, I believe that a lot of women are fearful and they don't know what to do with that fear. Um, but I think that they kind of want to, um, I guess, cause dissension in this space because they don't want these opinions to be heard. Um, and, you know, the only thing they can think to do, or as a result, um, they're trying to shut men up, so to speak. Now, Concrete Rose, I want to respond to that because you guys were both saying, you and uh, Darth, Darth Skater were saying that people don't want to to uh, have really open debates that, you know, they'll just kind of pepper you up and, and, and kick you off the channel, basically, if you argue. I hope you can still hear me. But so... So, like, I hear you guys, but but then when you say uh, women don't want to hear, that's what I'm sensing is that women just really don't want to have that conversation in, in a real way. And so, and I look at that, and I and and I think Concrete Rose is right about that, and she's right for those very reasons. But I would, but then I would ask, like, to you, Sister George, and you, Concrete Rose, like, if women don't really want to have that conversation, then what is the impact of that, online and offline? And then, and then here's my other question. The second question is, my real question, though, is what would happen if you two use your platform as a way to inform women that if they, if they face these tough issues head on and own it, and own it like the men are trying to own it, what good would happen? Because I think a whole lot of good would happen of that, and I think a lot of women who give pushback and go, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about that. I think the biggest reason why is because they don't see the reward at the end of the tunnel. I don't think they understand what we can have as a demographic if we really confront the family structure head on. Yo, you know what I think? I think that uh, men and women, like sensible ones that are really trying to be progressive, I think we all really want the same thing deep down. And then, but we're going about it. It's like we're on totally different pages to the point where one side can't see the other side and we all really do want the same thing we truly do yeah. how do you well, hold, how do you know that people want the same thing i because i would I disagree think, I, I almost think that it's uh, inherent but this is what i'm saying like for some they don't want the same thing they don't want it at all they're like all right i'm comfortable with what's going on the fuckery and everything else but as long as they straight 
they don't give a fuck. But I think that like like Sister George, Concrete Rose, people, uh, the, the ones that are truly able to understand where we're coming from as black men. And then they agree with a lot of the points because they know that the overall goal is 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 great. We both win. I think yeah, those. I agree. Yeah, and you I don't think we know how that. to get out of the way of our own ego. Exactly. And I think that's why we can't, you know, um, get on common ground because we our own, you know, we're egotistical. We don't know no, how to pass it. It's not just ego. If you've had generation after generation after generation that nobody has never or has ever corrected or they haven't corrected themselves. And then you have women that have been born into that system. And then it's not like the men are like, look, this is what happened back in the day. And this is why I feel like this about you. You have motherfucking bitch. You. Right. And we haven't right. seen an example like, of anything constructive. They don't know what it looks like. We imagine, don't know how to get there and we don't know what it looks like. Imagine okay, growing up the thing, in a, the thing imagine, about this is that it is cultural. And I've said it before. And I'm going to say it again. Like, you got to wrap your head around this. Like, chew on it. Like, culture is the is probably the most oppressive thing on the planet. It's like a, it's a, it's a form of mental slavery. It's a, it's a mental prison. It's a psychological. And they don't got to put you in any kind of actual. No, because you're because in your culture, in your brain. You, right, you you're in your culture, and it looks. It's, everything seems normal. This is just how it is, and anything yep. outside of my culture. Well, I'm not used to that. And then even work the way they lock you in is, and they go, "Oh, well, you're different. Oh, you don't sound like this. You don't dress like this. You don't talk like this. You don't eat these foods. Well, you're ostracized. You're out." Right. Yep. You and know what it is, though. And, and that's the culture. Can be a beautiful thing if, if, if you know, um, it's operated in the pro proper way. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do it think, think that, that we've normalized so much dysfunction within our own culture that you know we're way off the mark. And I do think that a lot of um, our actions and you know what we do is is inherent. You know, it's something that we've normalized and what we see as the normal way of doing things. Well, see, and what the men in the manosphere have done in a very scholarly way, it, we've crowdsourced this information, if, is we've done a, a, culture, a, a cultural analysis. I mean, we've just laid it down in just so many different aspects in life where, where we've painted like a tapestry of, of, of what's going on in, in the present day, like the zeitgeist. It's like we, we own it now. We could see it. And so it's, it's, we need like, you know, we need you and, and, and um, the Crimson Cure. We need more content creators who are female talking to the women doing their own cultural analysis. You don't got to be hard on the people. It's not about you. You got to be married. And you got to be living your life. I don't agree with that, that at all. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to, but you have to tell the truth though. You have to be accurate with your word and you got to be able to, um, you got to have that courage to be able to talk about things that are very uncomfortable and that are very much counterculture. Well, let me, let me, let me chime in real quick. Oh, what I'm seeing now, this is going to piss off some of the fellas. I'm sorry. What I'm seeing on social media, they, we've got a, a, a decent amount of black men. They got a hell of a lot of damn talk on social media, but, and this is only based on my circle of events that I attend here in, here in Atlanta. Um, when it comes down to speaking this out in the streets, out in the um, the forums and stuff like that, they're not there based on what I'm seeing in my small little circle. I can't speak for what's going on in Chicago, California, LA, stuff like that. But uh, yeah. So, you know, I attend these um, black men, black men, black women forums where it's like 25 dudes, 75 women. And I'm the only one that's really speaking 
what basically I had felt from back in uh, 1979, which is basically pretty much a MGTOW uh, philosophy or ideology and SYSBM. Now I'm not MGTOW. I don't claim myself to be MGTOW. I don't claim myself to be SYSBM, but the ideology that a lot of these guys are speaking now, I've been speaking this stuff back in 79, 80, 81. Yeah, I'm 50. I'm almost 55. So I'm old. But yeah, when it gets, when it comes time for guys to speak this out in the street, I hear nothing but crickets. There's like I said, dudes are doing a hell of a lot of talk on social media. Who's talking but, in the background there? It's hard to hear Jack Spade. What is that? Is that Donald Skater? You want to mute our brother? Who is that? Is, a, is it a woman him, speaking? I don't hear him doing anything. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. The thing is, okay, social media is one thing, but black men, no matter your age, 20, 25, 55, 65, we're going to have to take this out to the street, stand in front of that podium, stand in front of that microphone, Get booed, get cursed out, get criticized, and speak the message out in real life. It's harder to do that in public because there's some an anonymity online. So, I, I, and, and in addition, I think like to General had um, said earlier that some of these men are not um, living what they speak about online. So it's kind of harder for people to be public, you know, to speak about it publicly. Well, you know, what was the worst that what's the worst that's going to happen? Somebody's going to boo right, you. Somebody, right, right. somebody going to give you no pussy that night. <laughs> that's the worst that can happen. I mean, yeah. the dude, I, dude's going to have to. I mean, hey, I get some well, maybe serious. People can point out your hypocrisy too. Due respect. I get some serious flack due when, respect. when, when, because you know, I I've attended these black women, black men forum in North Carolina. Uh, the Raleigh, North Carolina, here in Atlanta, San Antonio. Do I yeah, get booed? Oh hell yeah! I so get you, booed. So, so black men are supposed to come out and continue to speak out when they've already been told they, their opinion doesn't matter. Okay, and someone says your opinion doesn't matter. What does that hurt at the end of the day? Your feelings? No, that's that's not a. You answer my question with a question. What what? So what's the worst that happens? So you answer my question with a question. Uh, like I said, what is the worst that happens? People you answer don't, my question with people, a question. People don't agree with you, okay? And they don't agree with you. So you and answer what? my question with a question. Black men have been told repeatedly their opinion does not matter. CNN okay, promote, and excuse me, at the end I of the day, four, I gave you four who does it? Excuse me, sir. I gave you four chances to respond, and you chose to not respond. So I'll go. Ahead I responded. No, you responded with a question. Like, no, I responded okay, by let saying, me go ahead by, by saying, if, if, so what, what's the worst that happens? It hurts your sir, feelings, sir, sir. Please, can I go ahead and make my point? I tried to have a dialogue, but you wanted to answer. You wanted to play questions. So my point is this: CNN Simone Sanders was already. You can see what happened to her. What did she say? Catches flack for belittling black men with the unsolicited opinions. Black women have had, have been speaking out since 1982 on radio waves, TV and air, billboard, newspaper, media, movies, any and anything in between. Shaharazad Ali, a black woman, could not even get a fair hearing Ooh. on the Donahue show, Sally Jesse Raphael, Ricky Lake, Oprah, Every time this black woman went to speak, black women would yell her down and black men were speaking. Sure. I'm 50, hold on, hold on. You've, you've had your time. Can I have my few minutes? I was just agreeing with you. I said true. Go ahead. No, I thought that was another guy. So, so my point is, 
Even when black men of those studio audiences would get up and speak, you know who shouted them down? Black men shouted them down along with black women. Black men have gotten to the point to where they know what is going to be said, so they speak where they can. They speak where they're going to be heard. They're not going to go tackle a room of 75 women with five men. You know whose turn it is to speak? Black women. It's their turn to speak to black women. And it goes back, well, maybe it's because of my mentality. I have very little fear of not being like. It has nothing to do with fear. It, well, you just said it, it has a hell of a lot to do with fear. No, I, said, I, no, I didn't. I didn't say fear. I said tired. I didn't even hear fear come out of my mouth. Fear. That, no, no. I said tired. You say fear. I don't accept that. Fear. Okay. Because if I because I if I step because if I step if I step in a room okay if I step in a room with seventy five women look you if, can talk you can overtalk me but I'm not going to allow you to tell me what I'm saying I said what I meant you can either accept that or not but you're not going to change my word all right I don't accept it how then that? don't all right fear this you guys I think you guys just just met right in the middle and don't even know it. Well, this is where I agree with Kevin. You guys are at the middle because I think Kevin, you tell me is, is the, what I'm hearing from you is that if black men keep continuing to talk to black women, it's not going to move the needle. So why would you keep bumping your head against the wall if you're not going to get anything accomplished? The women have to talk to women because that's going to move the needle. If that's not going to happen, then we're cooked. Because well, because in our community, if you want to get women to listen, women listen to women before they listen to men in general. So men can say something, but until the women who feel the same way start talking to those women, they won't hear the men. I didn't make the community, but I've lived in it for 51 years. I know how it works. I think that we have I think we have an opportunity to where, yes, um, me talking to a young man or checking him or about his what's going on with him. That's going to be that's going to come off and affect him more than a woman telling him the same thing, right? Same thing on the women's side. So we have congregations like this where we can have healthy discussions and we can disagree and agree with each other. And then we go back like a huddle, football huddle. And then- Hold on, let me, let me ask you, let me, I want to clear what you said. You said you talking to a young man and checking him is going to do well? If I, yeah, if I, like, well, depending on if he's receptive or not. Like a woman well, telling on. him the same 80%, thing. Eighty percent of young men are raised by women. So we're not talking about that. Oh, we're not well, talking about on, that. Hold on. Let me let just just the number because I talk to young men. I talk to men on my show often. I don't know if any of you guys watch my show. I have young men calling. I talked to four of them last night. Shout, shout your show out, um, so the audience can know what it is. They know. Kevin Sims. They know my most people. Here's the thing: young men today are. Physically male, but emotionally female. A lot of them are raised by women, right? Exactly. So, so, so here's the thing. That. Let me. The point I'm making, sir, is sad, sad as it is, young men are more apt to listen and act upon something that comes from women before men. They don't tend to take respond. They don't tend to take older men as saying being constructive. For what you hear from young men more often than not is you trying to sun me. You ain't my daddy. Well, if that—that's what they need. That's what they need. But I mean, you are, can't, are, are we grown men? You cannot. You cannot do that. Well, but are we as men? Are, are we as men taking a back seat that much to the point where I, we I, feel like we can't address a man, another man, a young you, man? Well, this that, comes back to culture. This is what well, General was talking about when you had feminism from the '60s and '70s, where you have black men are afraid, afraid to really speak. Um, 
So some are afraid, and some just don't want to beat their head against the wall. So are we so now think, afraid to talk to young men? Well, look, you could look no, at a guy like MLK, or you could look at a guy like Malcolm X. It's they not a matter of being afraid. Murder, right? They got it's murdered. It's not a matter of being. Truth. It's not a matter of being afraid. It's so what's a matter the problem? Of, hold on. Here's the here's the okay. It's a matter of knowing how the culture is and going the most effective route. We can want it to be where men should be able to talk to young men as a man and get a result. That's not how our culture works. Our culture is a woman-led culture, whether you like it or not. And the best result to hear the women, get the women to hear and get the young men to hear is to get women to start speaking. That does not sit well with a lot of men who came, especially Generation X men who saw Silent Generation and Greatest Generation. But I'm sorry, unless you're actively out here dealing with millennials and zennials on a daily basis and really a down in, a, in it with them and deal with them, I do. I speak at colleges and universities. I, I'm, I'm here in Atlanta. I was just at an event last week, not the 100 Black Men, but a new event for the Atlanta Men's Dinner, 300 men in a room. I'm just telling you, it's a different field. They, if you weren't raised by, if you didn't see Black men as teachers and leaders in your community like we did, they are raised by their mothers, go to school with female teachers. The only time a lot of boys see a man in a leadership position is he when he's a coach or he's law enforcement. Right, but here's the problem with, with your ideology. It's not an ideology. It's what your it problem. Your problem with your 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 problem with the ideology. We've been waiting for black women to do certain things for the longest, and they ain't going right. to do it. Okay, you can call it an ideology, but use the right. I mean, my friend, it's not an ideology. They ain't going to. Do okay, it. well, then I tell you what, Mr. Spade, if they ain't going to do it, then they're not any good to us. Right. You, now, now, now you went now. Hold You went you went that route. I didn't well, say no, that. No, I said I said it ain't going to happen. That's all I said. What good is a woman who can see a problem? You can tell her the problem. She can understand why it is that way and she won't do anything about it. Because like it or not, black men cannot do this without the women. Our culture is not set up that way. No shit. We, we know that. And no you're not going. And you know why you're not going to change so, the culture? Let me go ahead and just say this, General, because uh, we've been doing this for the last couple of weeks. You know why we're not going to change the culture? Because black men have no economy. We control nothing. We don't even have black male industry. Okay. Bullshit. So then, Bullshit. I have to do. I, have, so, I have to disagree with that. Okay, Jack, you, you're you're it all day long, but the but the number. What do Jake, we, Jake, okay. Jack, let me ask you this question. Name the, yeah, name, the, name the business, name the name the industry that targets black men and sells to black men and makes the majority of profits from black men. I say well, Kevin, bullshit. Are, I we, say we, bullshit to that. Hey, let me. Can I hold on, bro? There you go. You you say let bullshit. Me, let me go ahead. Well, I can answer it, Kevin, and I will tell you that. No, I wasn't cutting off the general. That's the reason why I said. Right, we're, 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 I'm, I'm going to give it back to you, brother. Well, the reason why, Kevin, is because we're just like the other. There's a 210 and 88% rule that must be applied here. And we fall, whether we want to or not, like it or not, we fall as black men and black women in that 88 percentile rule. 88 percentile of Americans really don't own that much. They're working everyday working class people. So what you're asking for is for a select group of men who started out with less than zero to move into the top 10% of ownership 
and start owning and creating an economy. That's what you're asking for. No, it's not. I'm asking for black men to get, you know what? The average white man in this country makes 50,000. The average black man makes 40. If the difference between how the average white man gets treated and the average black man gets treated is $10,000, I'm not asking to own anything. I'm asking for our women to get in line with how every other woman is in this country. I'm not asking for okay, black men. Hold on. I'm not trying to ask black men to build Wakanda. That's why I said our women who are invading these spaces and listening to men, it's going to be on them to heard this stuff from, they've heard this stuff too. It is going to be on them to start going back to their churches, their women's groups, their sorority meetings, all their stuff and start talking to each other and start so let me give acting you, like they so give a damn about this community we're supposed to have. Why is Kevin saying so controversial? This is what I don't understand. Why is Kevin getting pushback for saying any of this? He's on point, it's very obvious, it's very obvious is what he's saying. And Jack, what you said, he goes, well, the women won't change. Well, how do you know that? That's what because, I was like. How because can you be certain of that? The you reason why, the you reason why, it, uh, let me, you, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish if I jump in. No, go ahead. Because there's always a path of, of least resistance. There's always a path of least resistance for, I'm, I, I'm only speaking for black women. If a if a black man comes along and he sets a standard not only for himself but but for the woman in his life and even the child, she knows she can figure out a way how to get him out of that household and settle for the path of least resistance. That is the reason why. Okay, I I get what you're saying. Can I ask a question? Yeah, I, real quick? To, I, I would have to agree with that. Sure, but hold on. Let, let me respond to that. Let me respond to that because because this is what I'm seeing. It's culture. Culture is, is not this, you know, American culture especially isn't like this hardline, inflexible structure that doesn't change. So what, what you're talking about is cultural inertia, right? Inertia is a physics term of something that's going to go keep going the same exact direction. It's going to have the same, uh, it's going to go the same direction and s unless something touches it and then sends it off a different direction. So I would say what you're saying is true is that women aren't going to change because it's the, you know, the, the path of least resistance. But if we get some other foreign body, like uh, 5,000 content creators on YouTube creating this cultural monster, it, that, could sh that could shift things a certain direction. Uh, mm. It could start organizations, nonprofits. That type of ideology could get woven um. into the fabric of black, black girl magic. I don't, truth, I don't, I don't think I, this is fixed here. Truth, I think that that's um, very idyllic. But knowing black women, and this is not an excuse, I think that really and truly the only thing that will make us change is action. And black men walking away from us is the type of action that will probably um, ignite change. Um, there you go. Absolutely, absolutely, positively that's correct. We don't understand shit. If, if people have been yeah, telling we have these hard things head. for we, years, mm -hmm. yeah. we don't hear that. That's why I said if, if 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 they're not going to do what we need, they're no good to us, though, therefore walk away. And here's another thing. Yep. A tipping point, you only need 10%. You don't need 100% of black women, just 10%. 10%. I got a question for the panel. I got to run. I got another uh, 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 appointment, but Thanks, uh, thanks for thank coming you, up, Kevin. Nice to meet you, Kevin. Um, I got a question for the Hi. panel um, because it seems like we have this. It's like we're accepting the jacked up culture that we have that exists. Why are we accepting it and trying to fix how fucked up it is? Why are we not trying to just create something? Um, 
Mm, a lot of times we absolutely. always compare we always compare ourselves to someone else. We're always trying to reach another standard. We're always competing with someone else. Why don't we take the fucked up culture that we all know exists that we're in right now, throw it away? And like I've uh, suggested that too in the past. Why don't we create? We have yeah, to. And we keep. You know what it is, we, We're capable. Thank you. We, okay, you know what it is. There is an addiction to pain. There is an addiction to dysfunction. There is an addiction to certain things that people have become accustomed to. And you know why? Because we think it's normal. Well, even when people um, get outside of the dysfunction and they see other things, it's like they'll see it, but they may not think that it's obtainable. Well, a lot of times we don't think that anything else exists outside of what we're existing yeah. in. True. And once you give people the option and show them that there is so many other different possibilities that are out there besides the fucked up shit that you're accepting as normal, then their mind explodes because they're like, wow, I didn't even know this existed. I think that we have to step away from the quote unquote culture that we're in and we have to start anew, create something else because what we have been given what we've I been forced 100%. into, what we're sitting in and accepting is unacceptable. Point blank, period. We, we This dysfunction, this sickness, this toxicity that we just think that is normal is destroying us from within. And then on the outside, we oppress each other. We oppress ourselves. We're, we just think that this is normal and it's not. Well, the options that a lot of men have decided to exercise is simply walking away from the community, period, and you know, starting anew. However, there's not a consensus where this new community will start. I do think that, you know, it, it would behoove us to come together and, you know, create our own culture, create our own communities and pockets of communities with, you know, productive, like-minded people. You know what, what I think? What, in the, in I think. the music from back in the day, like you remember when they had the Chuck D's and you had the songs where the black men and women were actually on hip hop songs saying positive words, positive affirmations. You can be what you want, step away from this and that. And then we were controlled by different entities to put out certain messages that really brainwashed ourselves. And that is one aspect of a small, minute part of our culture, quote unquote. Um, we had a start. There was so much possibility. And you're like, you know what? Now, nah, fuck that. This isn't going back to saying like anything about white supremacy or anything like that. But I think that there are ways that we allowed ourselves to be manipulated. And then we have adopted that way of thinking to where we manipulate ourselves and yeah. we don't have to. Nobody else has to do it. Yeah, nobody else has to do it to us because we do it to ourselves. This, this, is not a, this is not like a grand idea. You know, people go, this is not in the sky. This is such, this is, you know, because they were writing in the comments. That's, you know, that's far-fetched or whatever. Oh, very no, it's very and, but you, you got to think. Think about like homosexuality back in 1975 on, you know, you would have never thought a, a gay president, a Buddhist, that would never happen. Gay people on TV, never, that would never happen. And what we're talking about is just family structure. Can't, can it, can it, we've got to stop looking at such a small scale and limiting ourselves within our thoughts. We don't even allow ourselves to visualize. Or we kill, we kill the plant before we even get yeah. a chance to water it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think, I we, think with humans, with humans, we pretty much we don't when we're stuck in a do or die situation the majority of humans would do what would do to do but when you have a do die and a in a in a next option and if that next option like i said um is a path of least resistance unfortunately human nature is to go towards that 
the path of least resistance instead of taking that do that may require a little bit more work, a little bit more effort, and maybe not have something promised or guaranteed down the line? I don't know if it's like that because, I mean, here we got where people, if that's the case, for those of us who are out there killing it and making money, bang, I just put on a woman who's starting her own hairline as well as clothing line and shit. And she's making bank out here in the Carolinas. Now. Okay, are you talking about one individual? You're talking about a well, good, to a, good to a good thirty thousand individuals. Well, see, that's the thing about it, um, Jack. We keep trying to we keep trying to put everybody on. Everybody ain't gonna be on your code, and you don't want everybody on your team because if everybody's on your team, you don't know who's for you or who's against you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't do this collective shit where, where I hope we all get on. No, like, listen, nigga. I don't want, listen, I don't want you on my team. I don't want to fuck with you. Like, we keep trying to say, like, if the stragglers are straggling, all these men and women, fuck them. Like, I, that's why I'm so glad this corona shit's picking up. Because that means if you ain't no producer, if you don't got shit going for you, then fuck them. Because that means they ain't going to be able to make it in the next few months coming up in the next year. So after this shit that goes, that's starting to hit the fan, after they start cutting these checks, if these niggas don't got their shit together, oh fucking well. Because okay, and, whoa, 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 and what did you just what did you just what did you just say cutting a check? Yeah. Oh okay. no. Is, 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 that, I mean, is that is that is that not is that not that third option? As I said, do die or third option. Wait, wait. What's the third option? Because literally, that's something that literally comes from a law. Like they're literally trying to do that I for want, those. Uh, yeah, that's literally from a law. Done, and then I want to speak to something real but, quick. But I'm saying what that is, that means accountability. So if either you're going to be accountable for your actions or you're not. Like, kids can't go to school. So you know what that means? For parents, if you're going to teach your kid, teach your kid. Hold up, son. Hold up, son. Hold up. Yep. School, <laughs> school is not done forever. As of right now, the mindset is school is going to be out for at least four, four weeks. Actually, it's out for some others longer than that. Okay, we haven't got we we haven't gotten we haven't states are calling for school to be out for the rest of the year, but for the rest of the year, but we haven't gotten we haven't gotten to the fact that hey, there ain't gonna be no school for another year. Okay, okay, hold on, Jack. Let me let me when I say a year, I'm talking about 12 months. Calm down, Jack. So, here's the thing about it, but I don't think you're getting it. That means if you're waiting for the school to pick back up for you to start teaching your kid, you're dead fucking wrong. That's the job of a parent to start stepping up and start making precautionary plans. Okay, just like some people teach their kid at home, that means you might have to start making some sacrifices and start teaching, teaching and training your kid. Okay, like we had, if we had if we had this mindset in Black America, we wouldn't be sending kids to pre K. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. If we had if we had this mindset, we wouldn't be sending our kids to pre K and kindergarten behind. Okay, so what you so what? The the mindset is not going to change just because of this this virus. The mindset is still going to be there. The mindset okay. is still here. Well, here's, here's, I want to speak to something really quick. Go ahead, go ahead, Rose. Go ahead, Rose. I want to speak to something really quick. Um, really quick. I just want to interject, and it's regarding an earlier point that was made about um, uh, it not being a, a feasible option for us to create our own communities. Um, we've seen Jewish people, we've seen, seen Asians come over here and not only create, their, have their own communities, but their own communities where they own, re, own the real estate within the community. They've created their own 
schools within those communities. They've created, you know, their own programs within those communities, and they virtually, uh, essentially, police their own communities. Jewish communities don't generally call police or call, you know, outsiders to come in and police within their own communities. So I don't understand why we have this defeatist mentality that it's something that can't be done. Well, we've seen evidence that it can be done, and it's 2020. Like we have, uh, you know, well, so many um, things at our fingertips that that our ancestors and forefathers didn't even have at their fingertips and they were able to do, you know, similar things. But those people need to be able to do that and we're not concrete roles. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why these communities um, are unable to do it, are able to do it and we're not is because they have the one thing that we don't and that's cooperative women. Mm-hmm. You see, um, Asian women and Jewish women are historically cooperative, and Asian men and Jewish men are not known for their sexual ability mm-hmm. or their um, or their big genitalia. Let's be clear; they cooperate because it's the best thing for the community. Um, as a result of you know, oh my dime is just ten thousand or whatever the fuck um, would get yeah. um, a typical sister of mine. So um, I noticed that um, I noticed it before when I was in college, um, and they actually built a Jewish school right next to um, the apartment that I lived in. There was a professor of Hebrew studies at the university that I went to, and he, who's that? And he lived in the apartment buildings uh, with the students, nine hundred dollars a month. Um, even though he didn't have a student salary, he had a professor salary. He had a ten-year professor salary of um, over eighty k. Mm-hmm. Um, he had two kids that he was raising in a two-bedroom apartment. Now, which means that by the time I graduated, the school was built, um, and he sent his kids there. It really means that he spent more on education than on his kids' education than he did on apartment rent and mm. monthly. Um, monthly automobile costs. Now we can do that, but if you show me a black man with priorities like that, whose priorities right. isn't- um, We're not willing to make those sacrifices. And I know that we're not. Exactly. And that is, we, we, we are our own, we're, we're creating the, the um, roadblocks for us being able to do the things that, you know, it's not that these things are impossible. Um, it's, you know, our own um, behaviors and, and, and actions that are, that's creating roadblocks from us being able to attain some of these things. If you right. look at every community that we have uh, out here, right? So you just named the Jewish community. How many times have you seen uh, a, a Jewish woman or man where they are dating somebody outside of their, uh, I guess, their religion or their, their their group of people where it's a it's 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 a no no? Oh, you brought home this 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 uh, what what do they call them? Uh, this non Jewish man. Oh, you brought home mm-hmm. a black man. Oh, how dare you? Everything they do is legacy minded. They want to build yeah. their legacy for True. their community. So yeah, when you right. have a whole Jewish community, they're focused on building their legacy. That's why they police their own because they want their legacy to, to go on. We don't have that mentality. What, what do we do? We buy tennis shoes, we buy sneakers, we buy BMWs, we buy nigga shit and live a hood rich lifestyle. And mm-hmm. we're not capable of being able to pass on anything onto our legacy because at the end of the day, we're in, in a shit ton of debt. And what can I pass on to my kid? Yeah, I got a 750. Uh, That's a good point. We don't old. even have insurance. Your child is going to get it, have to start a GoFundMe to bury you. Right. So, so the focus so. for our community should be building 
any kind of assets that we can give to pass on to the next kid. I'll never be a millionaire. It's just not going to happen. I'm comfortable with that. But I know that I, at the very least, I can pay for my kid's wedding. I can pay for their schooling if they decide to go to school. I can give them a start to get a house. They'll have my house when I move about the country. They will have something to go mm-hmm. and build onto the next generation. And then they should be having the same mindset. You give them a head start. Two, right. One becomes two, two becomes three, three becomes four. And then all of a sudden they're looking pretty four generations down the line and they're not hurt. And that's the difference between us and white society. White society has generational wealth that they stole from us during slavery whatever else you want to call it. They have been able to pass this down and we are looking at crazy because what do niggas do they go out and go buy the latest purses everything else that don't uh uh grow in value and now we looking stupid oh well you know i had to go buy that bmw had to kick it you know i had to look fly with these rims and the kid is looking at you like well daddy i need to go to school how are we supposed to take care of this all right so donnie you mentioned the um you mentioned the relationship solidarity that the jewish community have um and I, I agree with that, but I think that there is a reason outside of cultural um, is. Um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't catch that. You cut out. What was that? Now, can I ask you something? You're boring. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you said. You cut out heavily. I was asking, when was the, when was the last time you seen a fat Jewish. Yesterday. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got to say yesterday too. I, I work with some fat Jews. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they got fat people. They got a lot of them. Uh, yeah, um, yesterday. It's this it's, it's gang of running around. Okay. They, they, that okay. Um, well, yeah, so, okay. Well, let's just say that their percentage is not at 82. Um, when was the last time you seen a belligerent um, Jewish woman? Yeah, uh, yesterday at work. They're, they're good at covering up, but it's, it's not as it's not Yeah, I suspect that you know it's um that there may be some population tampering here. Um, but let's just say that um, needless to say, it's not very common. No, no, I, I'll disagree completely. Jewish women are known. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, okay, okay. Well, let's do this. Let's now, before do this. before I you go to a game changer, I gotta ask. Not in the Orthodox Jewish communities. You don't see that in Orthodox Jewish communities. Yeah, I was gonna bring that. I was gonna bring that up. No, those women know their roles. But if you have a regular Jewish woman, who's not Orthodox, she can't be. In, she she's out of pocket on a consistent basis. Yeah, she's not even Orthodox part of Jewish the community. Can't be like that. But Orthodox Jewish women don't make have the. Uh, the numbers to outnumber the the regular walking around regular Jews. So if we're talking Hasidic Jew and all that shit, yeah, they're 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 okay, in pocket. So it says it says it's one in four that no. are um, overweight. Um, one in six. That I are- think I think one of the things you're getting that game changer that will be. Um, Jewish people, so, they know how to cover up their shit. They just, they're just really a, better that, at their fuck I, That's 25%. I mean, first off, um, so, um, I think that that is, so, um, so if, that if, we're blah, talking, blah, 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 if we're talking obesity, if, if we're talking well, obesity within communities, we're, we're going to, we got to, we got to be truthful about it, right? Black women 
are on average a lot bigger than these uh, Jewish Orthodox women. So there's a lot of skinny uh, uh, black women walking around, and there's a lot of black women with uh, double D titties and uh, humongous asses that are considered obese because of the BMI rate. So is that what we're talking about, or are we talking about uh, the big the big bitches no, who cancer killing bitches? Nah, these chicks so, are just so fucking I'm, fat. Yeah, I'm talking about fat ass unappealing bitches, Donnie. Now, as much as there, we like to there's church a gang it up of and, fat and, unappealing and, Jewish bitches, though. Uh, so at most is 25 percent according to the statistics. Now, let's just see. See, niggas try to hide like it's not a bunch of fat ass ugly bitches in the black community. Miss me with that but shit, I, okay? I've been, you know? I've been to Israel. I've yeah, been, we can't I've ignore been. that we have that black women. Yeah, exactly. Have, Look, even apparently, if we don't use can. another group to compare it to. We yeah, have I mean, an issue I, I, with, with our women. I mean, no, no. He he wants to ignore the elephant in the bitch. No, but, no, no. I'm not. Ignore, I'm not ignoring you. What I'm saying is. I've been around the block. There are far, too many. There are far too many. All right, all right. Well, your perception aside, um, when you're talking to normal people, there are far too many fat ass bitches in the black community, and it's not all big ass tits neither. Now, that being said, um, the reason that guys skew is not because of um, of of lack of loyalty. It's because our loyalty is tested. You know, when you have to choose between being loyal and being with a fat ass belligerent bitch with somebody else's hair sold into her head. So I, I, I will agree with you on that point, because if you look at the Jewish community, if you look at other communities, they have a code that they stick to to death. They that's why they don't want you dating out. They don't want you dating out because if you date out, you're going to have somebody that's not like them and not up to their standard, to their snuff, whatever you want to call it. When you come in the black community, everybody's got a wild, crazy ass, ridiculous standard. So I, I'll agree with you on that point. But what I'm saying Wait, is that everybody has a wild, ridiculous standard. Because the men don't. Um, the men have the lowest standards amongst anybody I've ever seen in my life, ever. And if you ever see like modern black couples, you always see a, a man who is more uh, more handsome than his woman is pretty, and a man who's more fit than his woman is. Period. You know, you see these guys. I you know, agree with um, the fit fit part. Most I see more in shape black men. Um, it, it's exactly. it's more genetic we than anything. We've been we've and been. These right. are brothers and sisters. They eat. They grew up eating from the same goddamn welfare trough that Lonnie Love complains about. You know, <laughs> and yet one of them becomes the the greatest athletes in the world, and the other one becomes Lonnie Love and Oprah. It's not. It's cultural. Okay. How come? And if you don't believe me, wait till the plague is over. Wait till the plague is over, and then go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, and then go to Twenty Four Hour Fitness and count. And see it's, what you find. You know, black women gonna have the um, Corona uh, fifteen. The Corona well, uh, fifteen. Oh my God, y'all! Yeah, you, like the going to hell. <laughs> well, let me let me say this. Let me say this about some of the uh, uh, the thick girls. Not 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 uh, not wobbly wobbly, but got a little extra weight on them. Dudes are like this. She's cute. I can got I can kind of look past the, the the little bit of size she's got, but I'm taking the double loss where I'm taking the big girl and the jacked up attitude. That's what kills a lot of these. I wouldn't say obese, fat and fugly, but some of the girls with a little extra weight on them, a little rate, a little extra weight around themselves. So that's in, the in part that opinion, kills them. That's the dude's fault. Black men are just. Black men are just as out of shape as black women. No, 
Nobody on the planet is out of shape as a black American woman. Let's be clear. I, I, you know, I never our said I'm just for the record. You know, I'm no. talking what Edward, I was saying was what I was saying was somebody, 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 somebody black women, somebody black women with a little bit of, with a little bit of weight on them, they could get yeah. scooped up. The problem I'm is dudes, dudes don't want, dudes don't want to take. Yeah, let me finish. Dudes don't want to take a double loss. I'm taking the I'm taking a big girl and a jacked up attitude. That's a double loss. It, right. Exactly. If, if you got a good attitude, you cook clean, you do all the extra shit, and you slide a nigga some money, I'm gonna take the big bitch. I don't mind the big bitch. Let me make a side note. Jack Jack Spade did not no. say anything how about cooking, cleaning, and, and sliding some money. Jack Spade didn't say that. I, I, all I, I what I'm saying yeah. is if yeah. she do everything but, that she's supposed to do, I don't mind her being big, but you can't be big and have I'm a big to figure out how we got here. How we got doing I tell I, I tell you how concrete rose because um you were talking about the Jewish community and what oh, are they doing? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Or, yeah. or the Asian communities. I what remember now. You know, a lot yeah, of exactly. a lot of these Jewish have, women, you know, a lot of these Jewish have, women got um, no shape to women. They they have eligible women, you know, um, but you know, um, and they have a low obesity rate. Now, um, back to back to Ashanti. Black men are not as out of shape as black women. Period. You know. Um, we're we're like um, at 60 at worst, and that's BMI because there's a lot of muscle niggas in the world, okay? You know, um, and which is which is slimmer than white dudes and um, thicker than Asian dudes. You know, let's be clear: you are fat, fatter than like three times. Like the Asian women is um, is like in the 20 percent range, which means that you've been in the 80 percent range of fat means that it's like four times four times the fat of the regular Asian women. So don't try to fucking play me and be obtuse. Like I'm not out here trying to find a place um, to put my dick when I'm single. <laughs> okay, let's move the conversation forward. What about yeah, the yeah. Asian women be number right, they'll be all right. Black wizard, um, what, what do you have to say? Regard oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Research was up here first. I, my apologies. And then we'll go to black wizard regarding the topic. Hey, so um, how you doing, C-Rose? Hey. So I want to talk to you about something totally different, um, children. So I think C-Rose, you guys as a new channel, what you're starting to see is like what a lot of new channels start to see. It's mm -hmm. the constant same conversations every live stream. Mm -hmm. They divert no, back to. No advancement. Mm -hmm. And you, as female hosts, you guys are an easy target for those people who just want to focus on the the uh, that that part of it. But but let's talk about children for a minute. The reason why I think a lot of you guys speak on these type of things is because I've been around since 07. And what I've seen, unfortunately, now I, I will acknowledge a lot of this gender stuff women did start. From the time I was here, YouTube was very peaceful until women just start attacking the image of dudes for no apparent reason. And once dudes started, it never stopped. But here, here's my point as it relates to children. You don't hear a lot of people on both sides talk about kids. They're not talking about kids because only 20% of us are really trying to do anything regarding, regarding the kids, trying to make situations better for them. It always comes down to black men are trash or look at these women. And then the circle argument goes on and on for hours. Next day, same thing. Next Wednesday, same thing. 
That's two months from now, same thing. And it's because you you you're you're not really looking at where the power structure is. Other races, we're not comparing people to other races. And and this was the problem. Like when like when me and BMT do stuff, we try to limit people on the panel who really got alternative ideas and solutions because people just talking about the same thing they talked about last month mm -hmm. is derailing any yeah. advancement. We always complain about why we don't advance. Donnie, Donnie brought up 100%. a great point. Why, why we don't advance. Any point Donnie brings up is great. Wait. We don't have enough solution-based <laughs> conversations. And when we try to talk about solutions, it always reverts back to the same. Um, well, we do. Well, we do have those I mean, conversations. On our panel. They're always, they're always uh, derailed by the 80%. Right. A lot of the conversations are based on what they, what niggas can't do. They can't get themselves a woman. I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not saying anybody in particular. But there's a lot of conversation where niggas can't get themselves a woman or the woman mm -hmm. that they want. Well, so it runs back to bitches ain't shit. You well, bitches well, you know, ain't well, shit. Well, let's not introduce that though, Donnie, because that 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 that'll go to another thing. Just just <laughs> from this 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 point, Donnie. There's not enough females or males talking about their children. And how they've developed their children, right? Okay, there's not, there's not I, um, I, I, think, I think it depends on the person. Well, I think that our children are fat because the mothers are fat. Now, um, now, so so I want to, I want to, um, I want to re respond to what Gab said in the um, chat room. Um, so fat women need love too. God damn it! Do I walk up to Rihanna and say, you know, poor um, niggas um, need love too? Or nerves need love too. What kind of logic is it? Who in the fuck needs love? Okay, you gotta, you okay gotta, now that you responded to the chat, let me go back to the kid thing because Gab yeah, is not on the panel. Let me laugh. Gab is not on the, the panel. But, 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 but here's my point. I, I'll share the mic on this. It's that it's the anti-blacks, the bastards, the daughter bastards. They're doing all the complaining. The people mm -hmm. who are not growing up with legitimate structure. They're, 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 they're the ones pissed off all the time. The 20%, 20, 30% of us who are actually producing something, who are hiring each other, or they really see the big picture, we, we, we're constantly getting berated by people who are like, uh, I want to make money off the community. Bitch, 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 ho, ho, ho. I want to make money off the community. Men are trash, men are trash, men are trash. And then five years later, <gasps> I didn't know white men would treat us like this. <gasps> I didn't know I can get done in the river, river by a white woman like that. It's a waste of time. So, so as I wrap up, it's just C Rose. I'm glad you're starting. You you can't really say it because you don't want to cause no problem. You 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 know a lot of these dudes got real thin goes, but <laughs> people like me and BMT say it because it's it's like look, even if you disagree with us, that's cool, but Talk about something that has to do with yeah. uh, advancing your 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 career. It's it's so many dudes don't even have a career. I'm, I'm always amazed. Like like I don't call people out, but well I do. But there's some people who fake in front, like 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 they started this, or there's a couple of people behind the scene got two divorces, but they come on this pan these panels three and pretend as if I got. I got all this 
whatever, whatever. Take that into the real world and then come on these panels and talk about how you've killed a couple of dragons. Don't come up here talking about, woe is me, woe is me, the darn hobbits are bothering me. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like this research and took a couple of shots, but it ain't got nothing to do with me. I do think that we do need to have more focused solution-based conversation. I want we want to have the dialogue and you know, we want to have um, but but we want our conversations to be productive and to move forward. So great points, Mr. Research, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, Black Wizard, what do you think about our topic or what do you have to contribute? I just want to say hi, Bianca. How you doing, love? I'm good. How are you? Well, with that, Bianca, um, do you want to um, tell us what you think about the topic? Well, I'm not really sure what the topic is, but um, I would just speak um, in regards Bianca. to my personal experiences. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Maybe she's no longer Yeah, there. yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. I don't oh, think she rolled talking? in here. Okay. Let, you, my, you know my okay. phone goes in and out. So she, let me go she out rolled, got the booth mobile. So <laughs> no, booth I, mobile. Have, I have so many apps open and I'm on my app That nigga's still on, on the chirp phone. <laughs> Where you at? I, I'll, I'll be back. Whatever. Where you at, Bianca? Go ahead, Bianca. Hey, baby. Bianca. The topic was um, the real reason why black women have invaded the manosphere. I can why, hear you. Why black men have booted women? No, why black women have invaded the manosphere. Why they haven't dated them? Yeah, like why we here? Why we up in this piece? All up I in ABs. I personally, they're not easy to reason with, just from a level-headed standpoint, because I'm not one of those Black women that's hard to get along with or doesn't understand everybody's journey. I'm objective in how I approach stuff, but I have been attacked by weirdos on these panels. <laughs> Flat out. They try to find issues with women because their issue is with their mirror. Uh oh. Well, Bianca, are you taking shots, my dear? No, I'm oh, not no. Shots. It was, Mr. took some shots now, Bianca taking shots. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a shot. That was a direct hit. Mm -hmm. well, well, you know what, Bianca? Are you speaking my truth? You, you know what, Bianca? A long time ago, we tried to really kill a lot of this gender war stuff. More the older males and females we we try to kill a lot of this gender stuff and what would happen is new people would come in and they would figure out i can make profit and they would go through this whole thing and, and it happened like every three years a new person would pop up on the female side or the male side from egypt and on to uh uh who, who who's not around uh uh, a, a couple other people. So so it just really didn't matter. Every time we all tried to squash it, the elders of, of YouTube, here comes somebody new who realized, you know what? I'm low on my rent and I can, I can just start attacking. And what it created was, to, to your point, all these little minions who were like, yeah, yeah, I'm fresh out of high school, but to hell with these black men. And yeah, yeah, I just got in college, but to hell with the... And, and it became that. When you go to these other cultures on YouTube, they have nothing addressing each other to the level that we do it. And 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 I think we we've we've made it such a money thing now 
that people go out of their way to seek out panels just to keep spreading the, the the hatred for one another and it's ridiculous a lot of these people are are, are even, even when you look at a cynthia g you're pregnant by somebody you should be trying to get your life together no she wants to sit up here me and this black me and that black me and that and 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 chrislyn carrison she went on for years talk about white men white men but you can't even produce white husbands for these black women it, it just comes to a thing where people are making so much couple of thousand that they just don't know how to turn it off and now people are attacking for fun drama sales yeah people see that's weird to drama me. in order to keep a panel going and then that's on both sides that's weird to me coming from men and women like honestly like that panel that we were on together donnie and and we were talking about giving back to the community and and this goes to your point about talking about the children. We're specifically you. speaking about giving back to the children. And they're like, you know, I have this mindset that somebody owes me something. I didn't say anything about me. I'm not a child. <laughs> you know, so it's just like even your angle is is skewed. It's it's I, I, I think with that particular conversation, the conversation was it, it seemed to me that like a lot of dudes didn't want to clean up after a woman who went out and had kids by a nigga who they knew wasn't gonna take up for their kid, right? So they didn't want to be complicit in the uh, that whole shenanigans. This, my whole thing is the kid has nothing to do with anything. And if you're in a position to help out the next generation, that's where we should be focused because the next generation is the one that's going to uplift and hold on, right? Everybody is pushing for the legacy of their community to go on forward. In our community, motherfuckers don't want nothing to do with it. They just want to be talking shit and try to get some views. It's insane to me. To that just point, like, though, Donnie, well, most, most of the dudes who had those complaints were helped as a child also. You think so? No, no, I I, I know most of them because most, most of the dudes behind the scenes, we've had so many conversations over the years. Behind the scenes, you have a lot of dudes who would say at some period of time, that somebody has assisted them or somebody outside of their family structure. And what's amazing is, like I said, there's a passion and a crack cocaine addiction to wanting yeah. to get a, a, a YouTube pat on the back that yeah. you're willing to put out the same message 700 times in a three year period just for profit. There's YouTubers who I've never been on a panel with. I'm going to say that again. YouTubers I've never been on a panel with who I just figured out who they are based on other interactions and they portray a whole different person from what they are and people are following them. Exactly. Exactly. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane to me and I don't want to get into specifics but if, if some of the YouTubers that y'all have listened to and followed and liked and subscribed to you knew who they were in real life you would just log the fuck off and call it a day <laughs> look 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 let let uh, let me just say as a seasoned vet we've had popular youtubers who turned out to be child rapists and people were were, were glorifying them you have female youtubers who were begging for donations to help her and her daughter move to another apartment popular people yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, but what what are they talking about? Are they talking about wellness or are they having no, no, no? They're talking about no. the whole, it's the whole gender thing, yeah. But they'll come in, it's a lot of people who are um living life 
like shit, but will come and portray something totally different, but then have the nerve and the audacity to pass judgment on people who aren't perceived doing better than them. And so I think that's a um, huge part of the problem. It's a thing like this, Daniel. I've had a conversation with you to where we were talking about a particular YouTuber, a bunch of people follow. We've never been on the panel with this person. Um, so just we'll just get that out there. Niggas is following him, but this nigga live with his mama. Yeah, so so how is that? So 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 just explain to me how is that judgment if a if a grown adult and, and Donnie's a man like I'm a man, okay, and especially if Donnie's a warrior and he goes out here and really, really competes against like-minded males who are not in, in our ethnicity, that's a mental warrior. How is it shaming? How is it judgment if you're saying to another person, male or female, come out from the protection of your mama and get out here <laughs> and really live what you talk? Because uh, the thing let me let me say this real quick. The thing is, it's like um with people who do those types of things, it it's like there's no judgment to tell them, but we don't handle each other with any type of kid gloves. We do things to embarrass each other as opposed to um, talking to a person behind the scene and trying to encourage them behind the scenes. But what we'll do is like, motherfucker, you live with your damn mama. How the fuck you going to tell me something when you can't even get up off the couch? Like, we, we're cruel to each other. We're horrible. Because, horrible. because a lot of times they're speaking with such absolutism such such concrete authority and it's like but but are you living that it's like it's like when i say to people what do you do for a living and you got a lot of cats that can't even tell you what they do you should be proud about right. whatever career or whatever that you do go ahead yeah but the, but go this ahead. is the internet that people okay, have so, I, so I, I i don't question. i disagree with that this is the internet people people will is, is try to take your job is there, down the career is, is there yeah is it um, with the quality of both men and women that are produced in the black community. Define well, uh, Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to figure out where you're going with this, bro, personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean, you don't have to put a definition on it. Answer the question I just presented, please. So I see where he's going. I think I see where he's going. If we're looking so, at the quality of people presented, we have a large, we have a large uh, population of children being born out of wedlock. Um, they have no directional guidance from a father, so there are women who are looking for attention from a male figure that end up on OnlyFans. There are men that end up uh, in bad situation because they think, or they have a bad representational idea of what a man is. So yes, we have a lot of generational curses that need to be broken. And and if that's the line that, that if that's the line that you're talking about that Donnie is saying, I'm gonna say the same thing for the male side. You got dudes that know they can't afford a lawyer. You got mm -hmm. dudes that know they don't have any type of, of 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 really good bank account, just out there throwing their nut sacks everywhere, knowing 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 that, that can get you in trouble, knowing that that can get you so, in so it, it, it's on both sides, just like Donnie said. It's on, it's on the female side and it's on the dude side. The question was for both sides. All right. So um, would these things be true um, no matter what economic condition of the person who brings it to the forefront 
has? I, I, I well, before you so we'll, answer that, before so, y'all answer so, that, uh, wait a minute, GC. Um, we're gonna do um, final. Uh, like they can answer the question and wrap it up because we got to go. So would these things be okay. true? Um, um, if the you know, despite despite the person who's telling these facts, meaning that you know, if a person says, um, I don't know, the world is round, would you say you live with your mama, nigga? Or would you actually, you know, probably take heed to what he said? Anybody? I, I, I'm a grown ass. I can't live with my mommy and my daddy because I, two lions can't be in the fucking. Side. Okay, so since there's no, so, <laughs> so since there's no answer, um, I think that we're focusing. Um, I answer. And by just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, two lions can't be in the same jungle. I can't live with my mommy and my daddy. I just fuck all that. But yeah, I'm no, cool. No, yeah, I mean, but outside that, that, of if, but if the person that make isn't what taking care of their parents, I don't see why they would still be living with them. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we get that. But what I'm saying is, does that make what they're saying false? Because they're saying the same thing that they are, um, that Research and Donnie are, and that there okay. is problems in the Black community. Well, I think that context so, and transparency and integrity is important because yeah. it comes down to transparency, integrity, right. and context. A not lot of really, people it, are flying. Let her answer. Let her answer. It does. It does yeah. because where it depends on what the conversation is about, their approach to what we're talking about, and what position that they're speaking from. If you're telling me that I'm irresponsible and you no. live with your parents because you have a bad credit score, you can't talk to me about being irresponsible. So right. context is important. Well, you can say you're right. And when I, mean, I give the same answer, it is false. It is false. But I mean, does that make you? I don't get it. I'm not saying that the information isn't valid. I'm saying that it because doesn't have a solid foundation. Because, because Beyonce trying to say because okay, the person has not applied it to. Self. You guys have to talk one at a time. Jesus. Well, well, GC is. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get it, man. And don't it, don't make no other show. I mean, because what it boils down to is some of us are looking for an argument. I don't want to argue with you. This ain't nothing to argue. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's mm -hmm. all about who's coming at me and what they're coming at me with. And if you're coming at me with something that it's isn't about present why. in your life and it's not solid and and, and, and and founded, like rooted in your existence, then you can't come at me with that because all I'm going to peel you apart. All three of us are saying it's false. The question it equals false because you, if you don't have the, if, if your theory, let's just put opinions aside, mm -hmm. we all supposed to be mathematical. If your theory cannot apply to your Monday morning, then how can I go to Bianca and tell her X, Y, Z, and I haven't even put the theory to test? How can I, how, how can I come down on what, on what Donnie is doing? And I've never even got at that level or, or been at that level in, in, in his industry. So yeah, it's false. And on top of that, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time for somebody who has not conquered what they're talking about. That goes all the way to back to the Africans wow. and the Greeks. You're supposed to conquer what you okay. what you okay. talk about. That's that's I, the reason I, for I'll a take step further. A lot of these conversations with women, motherfuckers okay. is mad about the conversation they have with women because they can't get the woman to do what they want to. Yet you live with your mama, you take the bus, you don't have any real responsibility to doing anything. So is it any wonder that this woman oh, who's looking for a man to produce uh, uh, protection, some kind of value to her, 
that she don't want to fuck with you and you stay with your mama and you got green uh, teeth because you don't brush your teeth on a daily basis. Yeah, of course she don't want to fuck with mm-hmm. you. Or you or, or or you divorced two or three times and you got two oh, or three fuck. kids that you're not dealing with. No, this this is a real conversation. Or you I got feel two like that was a child. I'm just saying you got you, you two are dealing with. You got well, a I'm lot of you got a I'm lot of you got a lot of no, you got a lot of people that have not conquered what they're talking about. And and it's like you know, how can you how can you waste anybody, waste 30, 40 minutes, and then you have no experience in that lane and then and then, and then as it relates to women you want a woman to follow your inexperienced philosophical i read two books but i haven't applied the philosophy i don't know about that man what's the major point right now go get a passport okay. go to the dominican oh, republic and you get you a woman niggas have never been still here johnny but they right so niggas have never been there but they tell you a woman in the dominican republic and you pay us 60 dollars to fuck a chick hello 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 all right okay hi hey how are you we're gonna do final yes i'm sorry thank you sorry sorry goddess Sorry, goddess. Uh, I'm somebody put some fucking respect on my name. Anyway, um, <laughs> what are y'all's final thoughts about the topic and the like the subject? Well, I'll go first. I, I'll go first so I can drop. Thank uh, you, look, look, Mr. George. It's, it's like this, and there's a lot. Of, the reason why more y'all civil women are coming over. Is because for a long time in Manosphere 1.0, which a lot of people were not part of, but in 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 in, in that 1.0 theory, you had women coming over to destroy Manosphere, and you had Manosphere guys helping. You had Manosphere guys helping bring ladies over to talk cash at cash crap and to have antagonizing conversations. We didn't have that. We only had Tommy Sotomayor. Nobody was producing that. Then people figured out, oh, well, that's talent to be able to generate revenue like that. So we started having it more and more. And then they gave birth to other ladies who wanted to start. And then you had Manosphere dudes going out of their way to help women. I'm not calling names, but I just know it because I know everything on the back end. You had Manosphere dudes to help women to pump their channels up just to destroy males. And then the male take the other side. This is what caused the great breakup in the manosphere. The manosphere. One, 1.0 is because one dude was like, why are you doing that? And the other dude was like, I'm doing it for profit. I don't care. Huh? And then they start beefing. You guys are here now because what you're starting to see is inconsistency in people who want to be seen as kings. Inconsistency. The, the, the conversation are not mathematical, they're opinionated. The conversations are not documented in facts. And then people come and pretend, 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 pretend. And all we do is create new warriors to fight the never ending gender battle. There's somebody who logged onto YouTube for the first time today, got to hear black men are trash and they loving it. Now they gonna be around for five years. You got another 17-year-old pretending they 25 with a blue icon. They absorbing it. We are poisoning these children. And guess what? The Pakistani Indian women, 
They are moving black women out of the office, Sister George. Your black daughters are now working for FedEx, UPS, security guards. Soon they're gonna be having domestic worker in 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 the in the Craigslist one ads, and that's gonna be the only thing black women are gonna be able to have. You think I'm joking? Watch, because I saw it a low-key thing that they will never disclose to you. Because I, I saw it happen in France like and I saw it happen in England. I saw both of them get transformed back to domestic worker. Black women couldn't in 92. They couldn't even get a regular job no more because they fell for the for the Kool-Aid. And then next thing you know, domestic worker. Last point. And I'm about uh, Sister George. Slavery ended in the UK way long ago. But, you know, in 2010, they had to create a law due to the rise of the Pakistanis and Indians because they start keeping slaves in their attics as domestic workers. Don't believe me. Everything I say is documented facts. Two thousand very true. And it's not even in, and he says 2010, really it went on a little bit longer than that, but yeah, uh, it's true. So, my, so my in a minute, from the UK, black so women yeah, ain't gonna be able to get regular jobs. You're gonna be man jobs only or domestic worker, and it's because of this nonsensical infighting. And I, I thank you for your time. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Research. We really appreciate you coming on. Game change. No, um, Black Wizard, what do you have? Hello. Um, I think. Um, the reason that we're seeing a lot of uh, black women starting to invade the spaces, I guess, a little more predominantly than they used to be um, is because the um, um, I'm a I'm a uh, I think it's because people kind of gravitate toward um, what they see happening. Right. Like at some level, people are seeing like a phenomena uh, occurring and they're trying to uh, find out why it's occurring. And um, I think a lot of people, a lot of, I think a lot of black people, especially now are starting to realize that there's a lot of talk about black unity and black love, but the um, reality of the situation doesn't play out what people are talking about. And when we see this uh, contentious space where men haven't had a voice and they're starting to speak about the things that they think are true, um, I think a lot of women are starting to realize that on some level, um, these dudes are what what they're saying may be may hold some ground in the reality that walks itself out as opposed to the one that is constantly talked about and pushed out by the media and by everybody else. So it's more like trying to find out why um, the 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 words and the realities don't match up and. Um, a little bit of trying to, I guess, create that black unity and black, um, you know, love that supposedly um, exists everywhere, um, trying to hold on to that idea of it as it's like seemingly falling apart. That, that's what I think. Okay. Thank you so much, Black Wizard. Um, we really appreciate you for joining. Um, Appreciate that. That was a good point. Bianca, what do you have? Uh, I just want to say thank you for having me. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
we really appreciate when you come on, honey, because you always have a good thought and a good word. We appreciate that. We need that. Yeah, you, you better know, represent I'm your trying, people. I'm, I'm just trying. saying. <laughs> I got you. Okay, hon. We appreciate you. All right. Y'all have a good evening. You too. Okay. Jack Spade, what do you have? All right. Three folks. First off, I'd like to thank Rita's uh, Watermelon Rita for giving me that, that great buzz for the last three hours. Thank you. It was my cheap high. Payday mm. is Friday. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Um, there's not going to be a quick fix to the situation in black America. Um, we have to, we have something that uh, we didn't, that didn't exist even 10 years ago. That's having these panels where we can actually get on and argue and fuss and curse and both sides can be heard. Yes. Sometimes we're, we're interrupted, but we can't say both sides can't get their peace out. Um, and I think, for the short term, this is what we need and we need to take advantage of it while it's still here. Um, third point. Um, a lot of us need to allow this uh, coronavirus situation to test our muster because what doesn't kill you will make you stronger for those that have, uh, have those positive beliefs in their stance on what they want to do with their money, what they want to do with their life, what they want to do with the, with themselves and even their family unit. This is the time where your muster and the significant other muster is going to be tested. Put your foot down, stick to what you, what you know is going to be in the best interest of you and your family unit short term and long term and i know that majority of us is going to make it through to the end and that's my final word well thank you so much jack spade that was a great final word and hopefully you'll be here soon and um somebody time john 811 asses out time his ass out just for him saying it anywho um but thank you, Jack Spade. We really appreciate you. Um, hope you'll join us on the next episode. Nathaniel, what do you have? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Um, interesting panel, good panel. I think definitely um, about the title of the topic, I think some of it is curiosity. Um, I think the nature of a woman will always be the nature of a woman, whether good or bad. They're going to be curious of, okay, what, what are the guys up to? Uh, because I think a lot of women want to know what's in the guy's mind. Um, I think specifically also is for, for the black community in general, and specifically is we need to formulate, like it was said earlier, but we need to really have like a mission statement and move things towards like building businesses, building traditional traditional roles in a community because I think the, the crux of all these issues that are going on is a simple reality that black men and black women don't even know how to be friends. And it's something that's gone on from kids all the way up to now. And we don't know how to effectively communicate, effectively argue, effectively get upset without destroying each other. So um, thanks for the forum. Um, I definitely think that it's a step in the right direction, but we've got to move towards like building businesses, building each other up, pooling money, um, and getting where we can actually effectively care for one another. That's all I got. Thank you so much, Thank you. Um. Okay. 
Well, let's add Game Changer. What do you have? Um, first, I'd like to ask for permission to use the clip when um, um, following the question that I asked about um, about um, you know if the situations um, if the situation was problematic and uh, between black men and black women, and they said it was, and then they later said that um, if a person who has problems say it, then it's not true. I like to use that uh, recorded clip in. My, <laughs> um, in in my uh, video, if I may, on my channel. I don't care. Okay, greatly appreciate it. So that, that being said, to um, answer the question that's um, presented, I think that the reason that many, um, if not most black women um, are in the manosphere is because at its core, the manosphere um, is, a, is a global discussion about how black men should um, vet and court and seek um, the opposite sex. So not only um, are they here for curiosity, um, as Nathaniel stated, but they're also here to have a seat on the council because every woman wants to be the one that is uh, most selected. They want their um, persona to be the um, the most valued that there is. That's just the nature mm. of women. Having a seat on the council will grant them that. Um, it will grant them a vote to make their persona um, the most popular. So I do think that that's um, a large part of the reason why um, Black women have come to the Black manosphere. Um, some come to assure that, um, you know, the, the more desired ones um, come to assure that their persona is still the standard. Um, and that's not going to change anytime soon. And um, the others are are here to see that um, it changes into whatever their persona is. Also great points, GC. I, I agree, definitely something different to consider. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we'll really appreciate you joining us, homie. All right, thanks. Thanks for stopping by. All right. Okay. Y'all got a pretty nice panel. Look at y'all. <laughs> if we could just stay on topic. I know, child. Shy, what's up, bro? What you got? Shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Shy, you there? Yeah, I'm here. My bad. Um, <laughs> you know, can't work the mic anyway. I had to go do some family stuff. Um, that nigga smoking a cool 100. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> There's a whole other story behind that one. Um, you know what? Honestly, I, I love the panel that we had today, and I love how the conversation shifted from different subjects back and forth. One of the main things from the outside looking in and from also living within the black community, I think, honestly, I think we got too much on our plate and we're trying to do too many things at one time. Uh, I think that we all have problems as far as black men and black women, and we got to fix ourselves before we even start trying to create a community, create a culture that can thrive because uh, we're so messed up on so many different levels that we really don't know where to go. We know what we want to do, but we don't know how to take steps to get there. But before we do all that, we got to fix ourselves individually and then start thinking collectively with that new, new renewed mindset, spirit, and everything else across the board. I think that we need the building blocks there first before we try to make any steps towards anything that's constructive as far as a, a, a collective. And that's the only thing I really have to say. As far as all the other subjects and stuff, um, that's what I feel strongly most about. And I'm going to leave it there. 
Thank you so much. First time coming up on the panel, but very good dialogue. I enjoyed your commentary. Thank you so much. It's very good to meet you. I watch your shows too. <laughs> What'd you say, Donnie? She don't enjoy my car. I never got a. I enjoy your commentary. <laughs> you and Roger, y'all, y'all a whole nother story. But uh, <laughs> I'm an angel. No, Roger, what's your last word? Fuck y'all. Okay. Yeah, I got because <laughs> I'm black. Because I'm a black man doing things. Y'all just hate to see Bro. me thrive. <laughs> Bro, that move was strictly because they want to see me go first. That's all. They want me gone first. You know? <laughs> yeah, they want like, the best for last. It's cool. <laughs> nah, they wasn't saying that. <laughs> but uh, uh, but but when it comes when it comes down to it, see, uh, what black. People gotta understand it, opening minds up in a lot in a lot of situations. We have people who say that, you know, um, and I mean no disrespect to anybody that agree, but we gotta wake up and see, and see the truth of our situation. There is no area in in lives in our in our lives in this in this country that black people can truly claim that we're thriving in that particular thing or that particular industry. So I've talked to people who said uh relationships is the most important and you have people that disagree with that some people say business is the most important and you have people that disagree with that the truth truth be told we need absolute both of them at the same time we got to fix both because at the end of the day people will never rise until we till we actually practice group economics and to practice group economics you need families and you need business because without families to to to, to participate in group economics Without them feeling that they are a community, without them feeling that they're investing in their own, you, you can't get the group economics. And without the group economics, you could never make your families at a higher level than the families of other groups. So at the end of the day, people who say only one side is important, you know, I, I don't, you know, it's just you need to open your mind up. That's all I can really say to you, because both sides are critically important until you're practicing business with a community minded set of people business doesn't even mean anything because business only means the success of one person or maybe their wife or maybe their husband then maybe their children get a little bit of it but if, if you if you read you know what i'm saying like I've, I've read things on wealthy people by the third generation usually when you have wealth wealth is gone by the third generation that's usually how it works you know and that's that's not just black people that's in general period most wealth does not go past the third generation. And you're definitely not gonna have a better society unless you can uh, buy better things and put your children in better places to be educated. So wealth is just as important as family. So those who think you can have one without the other, I'm sorry, but it's just not gonna work. And there's no society on planet earth that has ever done that. So, that, so we cannot have the mindset that it has to be one or the other. You gotta have both, plain and simple. And, and when it comes to talking about things, some things you actually have to repeat. Um, you know, I, I went to an event with a billionaire, not a millionaire, a billionaire. And he taught us, to, if you truly want to get people to start to understand, not understand, he says start to understand, you have to teach them at least seven times at a fourth grade level. Mm. So things have to be repeated because people don't get it. Because if people just got it, 
you know, if because there was content created long before I became one, and there's stuff that I know I've said that I'm sure somebody else has said before I came mm-hmm. to, this, to this area, and people said done it. So therefore, to think that somebody gonna hear it one time and then all yeah. of a sudden the community changes, and people my learn through repetition because it's not it never happened. Exactly. So it's foolish thinking. But for people to say one side is, is is better than the other side, to me, I still think it's foolish thinking. You gotta have both. Family is just as important as business. Cause who cares if if I become if I if I become a trillionaire? I ain't talking about billionaire. If I become a trillionaire, how does that help the black community? When I got no sense of family and no sense of community, if that's the attitude mm-hmm. I take, I see my people is valuable. Who cares if I got a trillion dollars? As a group of people, we still gonna be failures. So people got to stop with that understanding of trying to push business is more important than family or family is more important than business because that, that ain't never worked in human history. You know, now when, when it comes down to why women are coming, again, I'm going to say they're coming out of fear and they're coming out of hatred because if anything that black men build, black women try to find ways to destroy it because black women are generally white supremacists at the end of the day. And I know that's, <laughs> that's not, I mean, but y'all, y'all are, from a general standpoint, y'all are. What do white men tell black women to do that they don't agree with? Oh, no, I agree. I, I thought something else was coming next. But no, I agree. So, what you're well, no, no, no. You worry, about, you worry about me saying black women oh, are good people. Yeah. But I, I, <laughs> white, white supremacy. Well, let me, is this clear? White yeah. supremacy. White aren't good people. <laughs> Even so, the internet telling you to be quiet. I was going to give him a kudos <laughs> for not harping or not, not, not coming with a blasphemy today, but here he go. Yo, listen, listen. Um, if what blasphemy? Let me say this. It's my final thoughts. It's my final thoughts. It's my final thoughts. <laughs> white supremacists are okay? And if most black women are white supremacists, then they can't be good people either. Uh, just, just like Kev was saying that Damn. What happened? That nigga got a boost mobile. His damn. Was it? Was it? <laughs> I'll put you in okay, my bag no, and All you got to do is tell me you want a new phone. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> Listen, right. I assure you, I do not have a boost mobile, but y'all be hating. But anyways, Yo. I live like going towards the country. But that nigga no. went under a freeway underpass and it was no, gay. Just yank him up out the <laughs> like that and yank him out. What I can't even laugh at nobody connection issues. Connectivity we need to check on that nigga. He hey. might have been kidnapped, nigga. You tell the truth, nigga. Get up out of here. <laughs> Donnie, oh we God. need your final comments, bro. Uh somebody uh, planted hey, some drugs on him and he got that cool tin. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, ladies, how y'all doing? Y'all doing good? Fantastic. I love y'all show. Y'all is great. Uh, y'all is goddesses, black women. You know, I'm a simp for y'all. It's I'm about to call this my real name. Listen, y'all, y'all looking for y'all listen y'all looking for uh for a man. I'm here for you, baby. I'm, 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 I'm a sponsor your life. I do the fuck out of here. You I'm think that's what we that's what we appreciate when, when men come over here sipping? Listen. I'm I'm trying to take care of y'all kids and all that. <laughs> I'm I'm not this I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let me quit fucking with y'all. So, uh, I don't mind black women invading the manosphere as a as a you know in terms of the conversation because I'm not 12 years old. 
I don't want a whole boys club of the He-Man woman haters. So if women can come in and can contribute or we can have a, a, a dialogue, I'm all for it. More so on my show, I don't I don't run the whole gambit of bitches ain't shit on a consistent basis because my dynamic is if you aren't up to task, I'm getting rid of you. I'm dismissing you. Uh, that just is what it is. I think a lot more people should be like that and move on about their life. I, I don't I don't feel the need to announce in the street. I'm not dating black women anymore because y'all y'all got bad attitudes. I it, it's corny. Um, aside from that, I'm about to go live in about eight minutes. Drop Please. your link in the chat. Yeah, by all means, come on my channel. Come check us out. It's you ain't shit for watching. Uh, we finna talk about this coronavirus. I've been to four states this month. Um, this is the high. Stay away from me. <laughs> it's the climax of it at, at this point is what I feel. Um, right now I'm in, in Dallas. Or, no, I'm in San Antonio. I'm sorry. Uh, and everything is quiet as fuck around here. And normally when I come to this city, it's it's bustling. So uh, I just really want to talk about how the coronavirus is affecting you and your household, niggas go to the grocery store, ain't no toilet paper, ain't Bruh. no ground beef, ain't no chicken. This shit is crazy. Bro, listen, I went to go pay my mortgage yesterday. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And, and we, they turned what? me around. <laughs> we got to go. What? Never they turned you around? In the panel. We got to go. <laughs> okay, go, go ahead. We'll, we'll talk about it. You know we how we do. Because he about to have his whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, I we'll, was we'll, interested, too. Like, wait, they turned you around? Why they ain't turn me around? <laughs> and if you want to hear this and more, Turn in the UAP for watching. All one Absolutely. word. All one word, no spaces. <laughs> Thank y'all yeah. so much for, for your contribution to the conversation. We appreciate y'all for coming on. And definitely, everybody, go ahead and go check Donnie out because um, we're wrapping this thing up. Um, we appreciate Rest everyone. Absolutely. Uh, we appreciate everyone for coming on the panel and contributing to the conversation. It was a dope conversation as always, but I do think that, you know, we want some of our conversations to be uh, more about, you know, forward movement and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll um, work on ensuring that um, we can um, stay on topic with some of the important conversations that are solution based, but Nonetheless, it was a good conversation, definitely good information that came out of it. We appreciate everybody for tuning in and we appreciate everybody for their contribution. That's right. Yeah. And if you uh, said $150 to my cash app, I'll teach you how to get white. No. <laughs> but I want to send a, a huge shout out to DJ Nav for the cash app. We really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks, DJ Nav. And be sure to join us on Sunday. Um, yeah, yeah. Roger, Roger, you in the back, you didn't miss that final thought, honey. It's over. It's over with. But um, please be sure to join us on Sunday. Um, I'm sure we're going to have another dope, exciting topic at, per usual. And um, join You Ain't Shit for watching. In about five minutes, he should be live. So you guys have a good night. Wash your damn hands, wash your hands, and stay away from little babies. I don't know. Y'all have a good night. Little babies? The rapper? Hey, anyway. Bye, y'all. <laughs>